are live. Hey, Concrete. Happy, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. How you feeling? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. I am feeling relaxed. I woke up early and got a bunch of stuff done that I needed to take care of. And girl, my checklist is super long, but I checked so many things off of it. Um, I'm literally planning three different events. So um, I had a lot of stuff to do, but I feel productive. So that's always a good thing. We are snowed in, quote unquote, in the A. So I got up and got my life together and got cleaned up and put on fresh pajamas and did my face. And um, I'm feeling relaxed. I'm excited to have a relaxing day of chilling and um, kind of checking things off of my list. But, but what about you? How you feeling? I am doing pretty good. Um shout out to mr curlin um babe thank you so so much for tuning in um i'm, I'm so happy to see you in the building this morning um somebody went to sleep early Uh-oh. like two nights in a row um so we <laughs> on turn gotta, up time today why you gotta put that man out there like that oh yeah yeah because because yeah because that's what oh it is God. Um, hey, Queen Char, welcome, 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 welcome. Subscribe, girl, because we ain't gonna do nothing but uh turn up over here. We ain't gonna turn that up part, party today. Part, Listen, um, so yeah, let me tell you this mm-hmm. Curlin don't be watching me no more, like all the way through the whole show, and oh, okay. yeah, um. <laughs> Baby, I'm putting your ass out there today. Listen, Mm-mm-mm. he said, Listen. "Don't start that mess." Listen, ever since we got married, you know, like he'll watch like the first part of the show. Then mm-hmm. he was like, "I don't be watching him," and then I'd be like, "But I don't be game. I'm not a gamer." Oh, and watching him like, doing his gaming thing. Okay. Yeah, and I, I, I'm just like, sir, I, I'm not a gamer. He's like, "You well, you, I, if, I don't, I don't watch your show because you don't watch." I'm not a show. YouTuber. He said he's not a content creator. Yeah, I just think that's some some shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, I feel you wanting the support. My fiance hardly ever tunes in. In the beginning, he was tuning in quite a bit. Now, like he goes through spurts because like maybe like two months ago, he was like listening intently like every show and he hasn't been as much lately. So sometimes I like that, though, because I don't need him to be listening. So, you know. Listen, <laughs> Curling was only, I think he was watching because, like, he was trying, you know, we was getting getting ready to go down the aisle. And mm-hmm. now he's like, <laughs> he like got I you, got you. <laughs> Exactly. What the hell? What you thought it was? What you thought it was? <laughs> God Listen. Damn. My fiance don't care nothing about that. Getting ready to go down the aisle, smile. I ain't watching. <laughs> like, listen, just... like before we went down the aisle, he was on every show. He could tell oh, me shit point. that I missed, and I was here. <laughs> now, child, he be like, "Oh, how was the show, babe?" <laughs> like, the fuck you. Oh, uh, you look, look at his comment. He said, "You said." He said, oh, okay, I'm sorry. He said that uh, we're the best part. So he listens, he's saying to the intro, but once the panel get on, he said he can tune out. 
Child, I can't. Shout out to Gaston's world up in this thing. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, bro. Yeah. Shout out to Gabe. Hey, what's up, Gabe? But you know what? As it relates to him, like listening and 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 supporting, um, you give him the highlights anyways, and he can hear you in the house, I'm sure, if if things get a little excited. So, you know. Nah, child, he be like in the other part of the house. Oh, okay, okay. Um, his yeah. little domain. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I was we I was sitting here talking to some people this morning mm-hmm. about um like how much time we spend together in the house versus you know, we're like when you're dating and you style. don't live together. Yeah. Yeah. Do you spend a lot of time with your fiance um in the house, like up under him and stuff? It depends. Um, uh, like sometimes, I okay. So I will. We, we're like generally we'll hang out in the living room and stuff, and have the fire going. We may be watching TV, but like I am um, task focused. So like because I always have these lists, I'm kind of like there but not there. Mm-hmm. And as a result, like he likes to talk. Like my. My fiance likes to talk. And so I can't focus on like, you know, I'm usually like trying to sit in there so we can spend time together, but I'm not necessarily 100% present all the time because I'm trying to also get things done. I, you know, work multiple jobs. I'm, you know, just trying to take care of some business as it relates to some planning things and yada, yada, yada. So he, um, he'll start talking to me and he wants my undivided attention. And like, he's like, when he tell, when he's talking to me, he's one of those people who like, you know, he wants to tell me all the details and I'm task focused. So I'm already like, okay, wanting to know the point or like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you trying to say, and he like, no, let me get it out. So if I have something to do, I'll go in another room. I'll come upstairs. But um, for the most part, I would say we spend a fair amount of time, you know, up under each other. I think that 70 30. I think we used to spend more time together, mm-hmm. but like being in the same house, I think it's a, a, a bit less. Um, really? Yeah, I think it's a bit less. Um, you know, Sagittarians are all about freedom. And mm-hmm. if we're up under each other all day, every day, um, that shit gets tiresome. But even yeah. with him, you know, Curlin be like, so what you about to do? <laughs> I'll be like, uh, oh, uh, telling you to go on, 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 on? Listen, because oh. one thing I'm going to do is work a nerve, honey. I'm going now, to I thought that bro Curlin would be wanting you like all underneath him. Like, really? Yeah, true. it's sometimes. Okay, like, it listen, after he gets his, um, like so I, I guess it's like after we've spent enough time together you know like let's mm-hmm. say we spent a day watching tv or some shit like that um or we we didn't hung out or whatever carlin be like oh okay like i spent some time with you now i got to go i'll be back <laughs> or so okay. babe what you about to do and i'd be like Nigga, i thought i was gonna sit here with you i don't mind that I, i'm I'm really, really more of an introvert than anything. Like, I like my 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 me time. Like, and I don't get, like, a ton of it because I always have so much going on. Like, I'll literally come up here and be up here for hours. And be like, what you was upstairs doing? And literally, like, taking care of business or just, 
Like, I like having some time to myself. Oh. <laughs> mm. Whatever. Y'all still in that honeymoon stage, baby. By the time you get three, four years in, you're going to be like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, I like having some me time, too. But Child, I'm waiting for it to happen because... <laughs> I feel you. I feel yeah. You. I feel you. Um, homeboy be like, yeah, yeah, that was good. All right. What you got going on? <laughs> he cool. says he has consuming hobbies. Well, you could always sit in his face while he gaming. Like, I mean, you could do that if he be you really want to spend time with him. He be saying that. See? And then, you know, if I come down there, like, I, I, child, I'm telling you, if I'm down there too long, you be like, oh. Mm-mm-mm. You ain't got nothing to do. You ain't got to, you ain't got to clean out the refrigerator, okay? Mm-mm-mm. Like, what's up? <laughs> listen, I, I, I ain't even mad at it. I, I, I just genuine because too, which I, I'm trying to cut back on. You know, this year, like I spend a lot of time on my phone. You know, I'm on Pinterest or TikTok or any any you know shopping mostly online and. I don't mind just being in, you know, having some time to do that. Oh, I think I'm a little bit of codependent, child. I be. You I might be, be, sis. You, you, you just might yeah, be. Yeah, child. I, I, I be. Hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> look at me. You remember, <laughs> <laughs> girl? Listen. Oh, we know. Um, but you know how Gemini's are too. Like we're kind of moody. Like, and in, in order for me you, to, you moody, concrete. <sighs> In order, for, really oh. and truly, for the most part, I'm like pretty chill. Like I'm happy, positive, upbeat. But like, if I feel like I, and the thing is, we're not, we don't always articulate what we need. So if I feel like I don't have enough me time, or like if I feel like I'm being pulled in too many different directions, I'll get moody and just kind of like not fun to be around. So in order to maintain my own peace like i i know like okay let me step away and just go chill upstairs for a little bit and you know do whatever and then i'm like it it kind of replenishes my cup so to speak oh so but that's the problem don't try to throw that that little dig in there it's just that i'm not good i don't always articulate what what i need i expect people to know because what I what I am is very considerate, and if I notice that you thrive in uh, because of so, something, I'll automatically give you that, and I expect people to do the same thing for me without me telling them. And that's not how things work. People aren't mind readers, so you know that that's what that is. But anyway, oh, okay, effective communicator. Okay, I see you. I, I can't. I, okay. I'm trying to be. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm growing. But um. Go ahead. Whatever. I, I can't send you. She all listen. Uh, I, I ain't even gonna go there. But um, because you know they said last last week was it last week we was fussing and fighting on the air. They said that was the first time that they saw you cut up. So um, let's let's go. Ahead I just on. didn't understand why you ain't we let me. Why you ain't let me do that? Listen. We're not having a repeat of last week, sis. Cause I'm good. Not doing I'm it. so glad you ain't gonna um start no shit with me this week. Cause listen, <laughs> and you see how this, this is the thing about Sagittarius. It's always somebody else's fault. Like 
always it is never their fault ever ever, ever i don't understand fault. why you be you wanting me to take responsibility like, <laughs> i do i fuck? do that's i'm very that's very big for me when a person be like you know what I, I know that i had a part in that too baby that's like that's it for me oh okay everything else you say after that don't even matter because you took responsibility but we 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 gonna talk about that in our therapy session I, yeah i want to talk about something else Good. You ready to talk about Kanye? Yes. Sapping ass. That's what I want to talk about. Kanye, Kanye, no, he is simp ass. Oh, he is. Who are not aware? Let's talk about it. For those who are not aware, so a couple things happened with Kanye. Very first thing that happened is he did an interview with Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked, and in part of that interview, he talked about why he decided to purchase the home next door to Kim or across from Kim or whatever. And he said that it has nothing to do with Kim, that he wants to be close to his kids, that when his mom moved him from Atlanta to Chicago, his dad didn't come because of the crime, the weather, yada, yada, yada. He thinks that it's important for him to be in his children's lives and establish routines for them. And a day or two later, it was his youngest daughter, Chicago's birthday, and they didn't give him the address of the birthday party. So Kanye went on live and was asking for the support of all his fans saying, like, I need y'all help. They won't give me the address. I didn't call the nannies, called Kim, called this person, called that person. Nobody will give me the address to my daughter's birthday party. And I don't want her to think that, you know, I just didn't show up for her. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts before I give mine? Um, I feel like he getting what he campaigned for. I think he did himself a good service, a good service by taking it to social media, because what we do know about the Kardashians is that they are hella um, driven by social media. Um, Mm -hmm. The fact that he went to social media and started airing them hoes out, I was like, get them hoes, kind, yay. Um, So he knows how to play the game with them, but to be honest, it's like um, everybody is saying that he's chasing up behind them, you know, behind Kim. He moved um, into right across the street from Kim to keep an eye on her, this, that, and the third. And I was thinking about that. Um, I noticed that he hasn't responded to any of those things, but I do know um, the ilk that Kim is from. Kim is from Chris. Uh, Chris is a ruthless ass bitch who does not play around when it comes to this uh, social media game, Who, when it comes down to making money. Kim doesn't, excuse me, Chris doesn't play. Where the other girls lack at, um, Kim is a ruthless businesswoman, and I think that people underestimate that. So if she goes and leaks a story to the press that Kanye is chasing up behind Kim or Kanye's feeling some type of way, and, and you did hear the lyric in the song that, um, you know, he mentioned beating Pete Davidson's yeah, ass. Yeah, heard it. Um, okay. You know, I, I think that some of that stuff may be true. I don't think every, all of it's true. But if you leak a story and you say that Kanye has mental conditions, um, mm-hmm. you know, like mental, um, he has Wake a mental up, condition, he has psychological issues, right? You know, people will buy into that. 
Um, well, he hasn't been the same since his mom died and Kim really loved him and Kim really put up with him. And, you know, um, they're trying to make Kim out to be some victim. And Kim is of the same ilk as her ratchet ass mom. So I don't think Kim is an innocent angel that people like to portray her to be. I think Kim is uh, very manipulative. I think Kim is also sociopathic. Um, Kim is a ruthless ass bitch as well, but people don't really give her credit for that. And so when they, you know, they'll get on there and talk about Kanye, they'll try to diss this black man and, you know, um, he's crazy and he's chasing up behind her. Now, I do think he does some simp ass shit. Don't get me wrong. He does. But um, I think if they mess with Kanye bad, Kanye is coming. And I think so too. the fact that he already started going to social media about how these, how the hell you ain't going to invite the dad to his own child's birthday party. True. And you got him calling around like a little bitch asking right. people for the address. You got him calling Tristan's third trimester uh, looking ass. But he was invited. How Tristan invited though? Tristan like, and cheated and had 15 man. fucking kids on you. Tristan fucking bitches in your face. But not yay. Tristan got the invite. He calling Tristan trying to get the address. Chloe like ah, Tristan you know with her big head water head ass. Listen, um, yeah I child wanna, so I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny as hell. I have to say um like for real talk i i sympathized with kanye like i felt bad for him because one thing that nobody can take away from him is his love for his children like kanye people can say what they want about him but like clearly this is a black man committed to being in his children's lives i literally sympathized with him i thought that what they was doing was low down and dirty like if you want to have pete there just say that you but like that. that's my daughter's birthday so i felt like the kardashians were trash for that but I think that this is the curse of the Kardashians. I do not think that he's going to have an easy road with parenting with Kim. She ready to hop on to the next thing. And she don't want no parts of him being around. Literally treating him like he's a nuisance when this is a man trying to come to his daughter's birthday. The man had to get the address to his daughter's birthday from um, Kylie's baby daddy. What's his name? Um no, oh, I always want to say, uh, Travis, Travis Scott gave him the address. No one would give this man the address. And she tried to say that that was because Kanye said he was going to have a separate party for her. Like who, who, like Kanye doesn't have a bunch of friends with small kids that, he, that he's inviting to celebrate the birth of his daughter. Like, why is it not okay? And I saw a lot of people saying when parents separate, typically that's what happens. You'll have a party and celebration with one parent and a party and celebration with the other. But it doesn't you know seem what? like things were communicated properly. And I'm not mad at any black man going to the ends of earth to ensure that they're there for their kids. I just, I'm not mad at that. Um, I, I think that you bring about a good point with the separate birthday parties because I am in a co-parent situation and generally um, we will have like two separate parties but um, it's not that my son's father couldn't come to my child's party and it's mm -hmm. not like I couldn't come to you know when he has a party I, it's not like I wouldn't be able to come to when he has a party for my son but the feeling bad for Kanye, uh, fuck no. I don't feel bad because I feel like men make whatever decisions that they make. I think that 
it wasn't like Kim has hidden who who she's been as a woman, as a person. Um, Kim has been hellified in the business sense, but Kim has a horrible relationship past. Um, I don't feel sorry for Kanye. I think Kanye got exactly what his ass campaigned for. You wanted this woman so bad, you cheated on the. You cheated on the uh on another other. I ain't gonna call mm-hmm. Amber Rose Black. Um, but you cheated on um Amber. You chased after Kim. You wanted Kim. You got her. Kim yeah. uh got your ass. Y'all got married. Y'all had all these children. You're gonna face the consequences. And I don't have any remorse um for when a guy gets exactly what he campaigned for. I don't have any remorse for that. I feel like that's yeah. what you signed up for. You signed up for it. You deal with it. You know. I do think. Uh, I do shout think. Shout out Kim, to Kate uh, Hold. He know what he chose. Exactly I, my point. Yeah, I don't yeah, feel I do bad think for that him. Kanye knew exactly what he was getting. Getting now, I don't know that he knew what type of mother she would be because she didn't have no kids. But I do think that he knew what he was entering into with dealing with the Kardashians. He did go to extreme lengths to be a, be with her, to marry her, to partner with her, all right. of that stuff. But at the same time, as a parent, I feel bad for anybody that I see that's trying to ensure that that relationship is kept with their children and the other parent is standing in the way of that, whether it's Kanye or the next person. Um, You know, no one is perfect. No one can uh, predict what the future may hold as it relates to having children with someone unless you already see that person in a parenting situation. So personally, I feel like, you know, what she's doing is wrong, but I do think that they're going to push Kanye to the limit where he start outing all their secrets. But you brought up a good point about Chris and how like people underestimate Chris, but I was listening to Jason Lee. He talked about his, he talked about like um, a situation where he had, um, came out with some information about the Kardashians some time ago and how Mm -hmm. Chris tried to send her lawyer goons at him. And he was essentially saying like, she, you know, she is powerful. And in Hollywood, like she was trying to weaponize her power and threatening him and going after him. He wasn't going, you know, Jason Lee is not no punk. So like, I do think that people underestimate how grimy Chris is. And you know, recently it just resurfaced that whole situation where her sexually assaulting her old um, security manager, the, the person who was um, in charge of her security, yeah. literally. And you see how she's trying to make that go away by handling it out of court. Chris is a mofo and people don't even realize it. Yeah. Um, the whole thing to me is like Kanye has been in the business for damn near two decades, if not two decades. Um, Kanye know what's up. Kanye knows what happens behind the scenes. Kanye knows exactly mm-hmm. what's up. So when you're dealing with a Kardashian, when you're dealing with that enterprise, um, and then that shit is headed up by Kris Jenner. If you stupid enough to play around with that family, you get exactly what your ass campaigned for. Um, I feel bad for when they, when people have to go through things as far as the children are concerned, but at the same token, the fact that uh kim didn't want his crazy ass quote unquote there you know i get it like she she probably wanted to have pete in the building and she want him trying to scare pete off and that's the thing kanye is intimidating and i do think like i think kim is manipulative you pointed out some really good things that people don't always talk about kim is absolutely manipulative but she's manipulative in the sense that she tries to use like tears 
you know, yeah. crying. But like she uses manipulation, not in the sense that, you know, um, she's being overly aggressive, but she absolutely nope. knows how to play. She's going to be the the damsel in distress yes, when it suits course. her. Of course. Um, when they sit sitting around taking people's men and um, fucking people's boyfriends and um, they fucking mm. the same dudes, you don't see tears or anything in that aspect Absolutely. when her sister was taking travis scott when they was taking tiger she ain't get on on this damn internet and say a goddamn Ooh. word she ain't cry about shit they don't cry when it comes down to their own ills but then when somebody does something to them they're the first person the first people to run to the internet oh yes. my god it wasn't like Absolutely. that you know i just love the children and i just want Kanye to stop you know watch this mm -hmm. bitch start crying and give her I a few minutes i already know she is but yep. you're right he played it right by going to the media because he knows they're media driven but the yep. thing that's gonna happen is they can't con control kanye what the what they do though is push that narrative about him being crazy so exactly. no one will give any credibility to anything that he says but exactly watch, he about to start running his mouth because he realized the games that they're playing i yeah. do feel like for the children's sake they need to get some things established they do need to create boundaries for her and for him like they should get things established and in writing for those kids because i i don't think that this is going to be the last situation where he don't receive an invite to something important and the media becomes involved listen i think that she is going to use those children like chess pieces um mm even looking at how the kids are being raised now i think one of them little girls is too like that little north 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 is grown as shit she um is. and north her daddy her. child yeah huh? kim said kim literally said the, somebody asked her what scares her and she said north she said she is just like kanye and that's the only thing in the world that intimidates her is north literally she's saying she's got this little girl <laughs> like she can't control her so yeah north gonna be a piece of work girl north gonna put their ass out there so um <laughs> oh, i'm i'm excited to see what's to come because she'll definitely put she'll put them out there where the family will be trying to shield shit north gonna be they gonna cut north ass off exposing. she gonna be exposed and she gonna go live with her daddy well, listen <laughs> gonna be like, Come on, soon as she uh um gets old enough she's out um shout out to eugene still he says this comes down to being very careful um on how you choose your mate court carefully mm -hmm. um thank you so much eugene right. i think that part is extra extra important i think that's hella important but um but you know what though what i wanted to pinpoint which kind of ties into the title but why is it though when we see these situations with white women um doing these things like why is it though that you know people in this space try to make it seem like black women are the ones to weaponize their children black women are the ones to create this dysfunction black women are the ones to prevent the dads from having a relationship with their children when clearly we see that that's not the case I think that, um, you know, we've talked about this before, but it seems like black men only relegate um, certain behaviors to black women. And, um, you know, the the problem is, okay, I think that um, Karen, the Karens display their um, femininity in more toxic ways. So while karen can be very soft and she's talking to you soft and 
oh my god and she's the victim and she knows how to play the damsel in distress um i think a lot of black women haven't been saved in the same ways quote unquote um so i think our our femininity probably comes across as different um we'll sit there and yell and curse your ass out and call you all kind of names and we'll withhold the children and um we ain't fucking with you no more yada 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 and i think the difference is karen knows how to cry Karen yeah, knows how to rally the truth. The court system. She's yes, and the she knows how to rally the truth. You're right. You're right. So she wait. knows how to be soft, and yep. she knows how to play the victim more so than the villain. Mm -hmm. Um, and in her understanding, um, you catch more with honey than you will with vinegar any day. Yeah. Um, black women tend to be more true to their nature in my opinion and it's just my opinion i think black women tend to be more true um to their nature being that if she's going through whatever whatever she gonna let your ass know nigga you ain't shit you fucked up you <laughs> we gonna let you know and we'll we'll throw punches in um, the way that black women will try to destroy you, I think black women will go and we're out loud with it. We're not quiet with what we're doing. We're not as slick about it. Mm -hmm. um, what makes the white woman so interesting is the white woman does. She she going to cry her ass off. She going to go tell her daddy. She going to go tell the court system. She going to tell her brothers. She'll have everybody and their mama against your ass. And it is what it is. Before but, you realize you know, yeah you're right i think that you're right we are out loud with it the thing is because we're out loud with it like the black man or whomever we're going up against understands what our next move is going to be whereas white women are more stealth they are more they're, they're more manipulative in the sense that they're going to plan their attack and by the time you look up you will realize that literally you're ostracized from everybody that was in your former group from colleagues to you know your neighbors to the nannies literally yeah. these are nannies that he once paid to keep his children and That's... now they don't want to answer like first of all they shouldn't be put in the middle it was really for kim to handle it but literally you look up and the world is looking at you like you got two heads on your shoulder because this white woman has literally spun a story to make you look like the worst person in the world whereas yeah. black women are loud brash aggressive you know want to you know just uh come at you from all uh all different angles as it relates to uh berating you and insulting you um so i do think that the way in which we move is completely different but um nonetheless i think that this is uh, this should be caution a cautionary tale to black men that no matter who you are attracted to and desire to partner with, you need to make sure that you are choosing wisely. You know what? I don't think that black men are still at the level to where um, they won't give other races of women the benefit of the doubt more so than black women. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like other races of women get the benefit of the doubt because of their um, overt um, femininity. Um, I would say that a black woman, I, I'm, and I'm not saying that black women aren't feminine. I just think that we just, we show it in other, dis, we display it a yeah. different way. Yeah. It's not that we're not, we just, we, we really display it in a different way. Um, we'll display it in the sense of if somebody needs a meal, if you need a coat, mm -hmm. 
if you need a hug, we'll sit there and nurture you. Them big um, mama hugs and all that type right. of stuff. We'll right. sit there but and nurture we, you in certain ways. Right. But um, when it comes down to somebody doing us wrong, if you do us wrong, then if that mm. shit come up, it come out. Like, oh, yeah. you, 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 you hurt me? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. You You're know right. what I'm saying? You're right. Absolutely. Um, then it's and not to say that black women don't weaponize kids and stuff like that. I think it's our mouths and our attitudes more so than it's um, um, our femininity. Um, I, I think so too. Uh, yeah. And the thing is, black women will weaponize children, if not no doubt. But at wait the a end minute, trust Tr- women, uh, baby, get the fuck on. We don't need you. We what the hell? What is he doing? Like I, I subbed. I unsubbed. I'm subbing. I'm uh, peace. Yeah, Matter trust. of fact, let but me help you I out, baby. To... I'm gonna block you from here. Let, let me help you out. That's I wanted I mean. to. Um... Oh my gosh, I forgot my train of thought. Sorry. Oh, as it no, as it relates to black women, I think that for black women, um, I think that you know we do display our femininity in different ways. And I think that it doesn't get acknowledged. My concern is that for black men, because they literally equate femininity with simply only being soft-spoken and, Mm. um, you know, being kind to them, that as a result that, you know, someone can pull the wool over their eyes. And my um, suggestion to black men is not that you simply, ignore the fact that the way black women display their femininity is not the way in which you desire to see femininity displayed but just to simply be cautious and be aware and ensure that you're paying attention to other things that you might not necessarily um automatically think of when you think about a woman being the opposite of feminine masculine so when i say that i mean um You know, it may not necessarily be looked at as a masculine behavior, but be careful when you see a a, a person that's not black or someone that's not a black woman um, use manipulative tactics like crying. You know, so just because she's not cursing you out, her crying and trying to gain favor with the people at the table, like some, you know, you may be out to dinner and she doesn't like something that you said. So she starts, um, you know, putting on antics where she's trying to gain favor with the people at the table and make them you know, um, side with her. So look at looking at things like that and other behaviors too, to kind of, so that you're on guard as it relates to what this person might be capable of. Yeah. I think you bring about a good, good point. Um, especially with the crying. Um, and, and it's, it's interesting that you say that, um, do you think, because it, you know with especially as a darker a dark woman um there were certain certain things that i can't say that i was necessarily allowed and being emotional all the time was one of those things that i wasn't allowed in my household mm-hmm. um like I couldn't cry for everything. Like my mom, stop your crying. What you crying for? You can't, you don't need to cry for every damn thing. What you crying for? You a big girl. You don't need to cry about this. You can't cry Mm -hmm. about that. Stop crying. What you crying for? And I don't think that um, black women were necessarily allowed to display emotions the same way that other Mm -hmm. women are allowed to. What do you think about that? 
I think that's a good point. And I never considered it until you just brought it up. Um, I've certainly cried and genuinely been hurt by something and people not be moved by it or tell me, look at me yeah. like I'm crazy or like, what the hell are you crying for? It's like, wow, what you just did truly hurt my feelings and brought me to tears. But I'm questioning as to why I'm crying or looked at crazy or, you know, um, my, my emotions are minimized by those that I'm in the presence of. So that has happened to me. Absolutely. I think that's a very, very interesting thing because and how other women are allowed to display emotion and everybody kind of rallies around that and um they rally around it they console the person or mm -hmm. the woman um they really allow that woman to hash out those feelings and really get it out yeah. but i don't think that a lot of black women are really allowed to to really get those things out especially especially if you're if you come from a single parent household um you're as a woman you're kind of forced to grow up quicker in a single parent household because you had to help mama out um so i i think that's a very interesting thing as well i, I think that's really yeah, interesting. yeah i think so too but i think a, a part of that too is that that's something that we've normalized you know like Y'all, y'all know who I am, but going back to like um, slavery days when, um, you know, crying was seen as a sign of weakness. So you were told to dry your face and, you know, um, essentially, you know, pick yourself up and like you weren't allowed to show that level of empathy. And I think that some of our families, as a result, normalize that, that you don't cry, you know, pick yourself up, get over it. Crying ain't going to help you. And as a result, yeah. we haven't been necessarily allowed to express our emotions in the same way that some other groups have yeah um shout out to dante whitaker he says too much damage has been caused by black women to give sympathy that's why no one cares when you wow. cry we're that talking about black is girls. very very but we're going back to when we were black girls like i understand that from the standpoint of looking at a black woman but what about telling a little black girl who her her feelings were hurt and i don't think that little black boys should be told that they they should they can't cry either but specifically regarding the topic um what about little black girls because that it starts way before we go into womanhood yeah um that's an, a really really interesting thing um little black girls aren't really looked at as little black girls as opposed to little black women and then if mm. she's sassy or she has a certain type of attitude that mm. um has spawned out of that black household um she's definitely going to be treated like a person that can't be hurt she's going to be treated more mm. um in a masculine way than in a feminine way she's not necessarily allowed to have the whole little girl experience um people want to kind of relegate when she should be a little girl versus when she should be sassy and grown and um I think that a lot of little black girls are put into adult situations um, way too early, even if it's dressing a child. Okay. So this is a thing that I've noticed, and we've talked about this here before too, um, in the way that we dress our children. I'm seeing little girls look more so like Instagram models 
then they look like little girls in little girl clothing mm -hmm. um with barrettes and shit in their I hair i know you hardly even see them with the barrettes and the little bobos and balls in their hair you hardly see that no but what you're seeing is them in miniature version of grown people's clothing mm -hmm. and from the then heels when you and everything and and not not just the heels but you'll have them in like the one shoulder thing and you got oh, them yeah. in the little daisy dukes Absolutely. and you got her with the sunglasses and the shades and you're already painting the nails and she looks like she is just a baby version of um a grown woman she looks Absolutely. like a baby version of a grown yeah, woman the same way people are doing their sons modeling them after you know facts uh, and it's even to me it's even worse with the boys i didn't you know don't get me wrong i've actually been in that position i've done that before and it was an older woman who kind of pointed that out like damn you got him just like a grown man and i was like damn he is just like a grown man and it, it didn't dawn on me um until then because um, you know, I had my baby old and child, it was just me after a while, but you know, it wasn't anything that I necessarily paid attention to right off until somebody pointed that out. And, you know, then when you go and look at the children and you look at the comments and everybody's telling you like, oh, that is so cute. She looks so adorable. And you see her, the baby's four. And she's looking like she's about to be on IG, just like the grown-up girls. You got her with her little baby Gucci bag, and she's got the fly-ass mm -hmm. glasses on. You got her in her jewelry. Um, you know, you're adorning her like it's a grown woman, and you're bringing a sort of appeal to her that nobody Absolutely. necessarily wants to acknowledge. Then when they, when they do get older and they sassy and they got the attitude and they have seductive qualities, then, you know, everybody wants to ignore that. And then, you know, it's a constant victimization, quote unquote, it's a constant victimization of um, how these girls act and what they do and how people yeah. should respond to that. And I, you know, I've always found that dynamic very interesting because, you I know, think, nobody wants to take responsibility after a while. You know what I'm saying? I think that, yeah, you have some solid points as it relates to that. And that is something that we never acknowledge when we talk about these young girls, how their the, the over-sexualization starts really early. Personally, I never trust my daughters grown. Like they were in the Cat and Jack little Target matching that sets part. and, you know, with the little hair bows and like until they were 10, 12 years old, like right. still. Um, you know, we even had a point to that. where we couldn't wear weave until we were at a certain age. Like I couldn't wear weave until I think like my 11th grade prom. And I don't I've even think I had, no, it was actually my senior prom. In high school because um, I don't like the way that we look so I me. Mean, I'm not just not really a fan of weave unless like aside from like braids, like box braids, I've never worn like tracks um, in high school. I did get my hair cut short when I was like 17, but um, I didn't wear weave. But yeah, certain things that you just want to listen, you listen. I'm old, so we couldn't even use red nail polish, you know, yeah. but I was told, you know, as a dark skinned girl not to wear red lipstick. And so, you know, um, yeah, That's the so times true. are absolutely changing and I absolutely see it too. Not only, and you're saying like they're dressing them like little IG models, these girls, little girls have their own Instagram pages and their own fan following. So, yeah. 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 And even with that aspect of social media, 
Um, it's funny because my, my son uh, got a TikTok account and <laughs> child, um, don't nobody follow him because he'll be on there doing nothing. But um, even in a certain aspect of Facebook and um, Instagram and stuff like that, and you have them posting pictures and you're not necessarily preparing them for attention or non-attention. Um, people just kind of put their kids on there and let them go or if you monitor the page or whatever whatever but you're still creating um certain narcissistic tendencies very early on and there's not necessarily an account for that um you know it but i i don't you know it it's like a lot of people will kind of say you know like it's a sign of the times it's just what we're doing very very true very true um yeah i agree with you i think that's something that we have to take into account especially because we constantly talk about how little girls are being preyed upon like let's talk about where it starts and or what is inside of within our own control like and i'm not excusing predatory behavior it's disgusting right downright trifling but Next. we still have to look at what we can control and um also finding i'm just kind of thinking about like the root cause of some of these behaviors that young girls engage in you know black girls are always talked to the like as it relates to the topic we're talking about black girls are always called fast like literally fast. you're called fast, fast. for going outside for going to church with no tights on for, for not yep. having on stockings in church and it's like i didn't even dress myself but i'm being called fast you know because like literally if you go to the the bathroom too many times you're looked at as fast you just want to be seen and this that and the other yep. like we need to do a deep dive we need to do a root cause analysis and look at like where it starts and what things we can control and how we can modify those things to try to minimize the um try to minimize the the end result of these little girls being fast and engaging in behaviors that we deem truly fast you know what well. i i think that um i think that a lot of women are trying to live vicariously through their daughters mm. and get the stuff that they'll do with their daughters the shit that they couldn't do or the things that people didn't necessarily give to them and so i think a lot of it is um well i'm able to do this with my child now she doesn't have to be in the same position i was in she can have better choices um she can dominate where i couldn't so i'm gonna put her into a certain position and position her better than i actually position myself but a lot of the same cycles are still being re repeated and nobody takes responsibility of those cycles whatsoever nobody's taking responsibility for these same cycles being repeated um the grandma's there big mama is a big mama has officially left the building yes, big mama is. out here trying to be on instagram she on snapchat instagram um big mama then got her a fucking um ig pay she probably got more followers than you and well the thing is big mama is no longer 70 years old big mama so nowadays true. is 35 <laughs> what that the heck part. what you mean big mama in the club too twerking yes. what you talking about and if there's so much competition between the 
uh, Big Mama and Big Mama's daughter. Big Mama ain't got time to watch your kids. Big Mama's not in the kitchen teaching you how to snap peas and how to clean greens or nothing. Mm -hmm. Big Mama like, bitch, you better go and order this shit from uh, the the little place on the corner and yeah, when you when you bring me or back a plate by too. the greens in the bag by the greens already right peas. listen um I, I i yeah i agree i think that that's part of the problem and i know like this segues directly into what we're talking about but i got like one or two other quick things that i just want to talk about Girl, just very briefly. let's go okay real quick so um i don't even know which one to start with okay so did you see everything that's going on with the court proceedings with cardi b and tasha k ciao um, but tasha excuse me this is the funny thing mm -hmm. so this is a, another example of karen's karening um i'm sitting here watching tasha k sit around and say that she almost committed suicide after everything that Tasha K said. Oh, you and, mean Cardi said that? Yeah, Cardi, excuse me, child. And I, I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I'm like, is this the same bitch who was drugging niggas and getting trannies Ooh. to come fuck Ooh. with them? And Ooh. you ain't have a bit of fucking remorse. We ain't heard an apology yet, bitch. But you sitting over here trying to say that you didn't did all this evil shit back in the past and it shouldn't matter. But now you are appearing and you are this, that, and the third. And Tasha K is about a dollar. I ain't gonna even front. Tasha K is about a, bu day. a buck. All She's day. about a buck. But Cardi, don't sit over here and white woman and sit over here and you you were so hurt and you were so upset and you almost committed suicide and you got your white woman's here. Bitch, you weren't saying this shit when you was doing this shit to them dudes. You weren't crying then. What you crying for? Listen, um, I, I yeah, Tasha K is definitely about a dollar. <laughs> um, I will say that Cardi put on an award-winning performance as it relates to, but 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 who else? I mean, if you're in litigation, if you are, you know, um, in court, and you got to testify to the effects of someone's behavior, and you want to make it believable, you're gonna pull out all the stops. I mean, hey, of course you're gonna say all of those things. But I understand what you point, what you're talking about when you point out the hypocrisy. I mean, like Cardi literally brags about some of the behaviors that she's engaged yes. in in her songs. Um, some of her behaviors have been downright dangerous, um, mm -hmm. or harmful. Harmful Absolutely. to the fact that a man can't even come forward and say that he's been hurt. It's not like men report sexual assault and things that happen to them on a regular basis. Most men tend to keep that type of shit to themselves. But the fact that you will get on here, you, you know, you have contributed to cert such a whole culture. You own videos, Instagram, um, you, your music is dedicated to whole culture mm -hmm. and um, talking shit and how you this bad bitch and how you got these bags, these shoes, this money, this rapper, you that bitch. But then when somebody comes and says something about you, oh, that's just not true. You're, you're an upstanding woman and you help the community uh, and you pass out mother. turkeys during Thanksgiving. <laughs> you a ratchet ass bitch. But um she queen did of ratchet. dispel some of her private health information like she like she dispelled her private health information and it affected her ability to be to be intimate with her husband you know <laughs> <laughs> 
Listen, I mean, I'm just saying. Um, I just wanted to know your thoughts on it. I think you've made them abundantly clear. Girl, uh, uh, another Karen Karen in. Uh, that's all. That's all it's worth. You know um, what though? Cardi B hasn't done shit for. Um, you know, even people will do stuff to um better their communities yada 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 and i feel like it's almost an obligation quote unquote i don't i think she is a ratchet ass bitch i don't Ooh. think she's anything of value i think she is um very destructive to the black community mm -hmm. um to any communities that she's a part i think she's contributed she to the same culture that dogged her ass out brother. tasha k is also a part of that culture that dogged she her is. ass out i feel like if you're participating in that culture you deserve with what comes with that culture um yeah yeah i don't feel um, like she's an upstanding citizen i feel like she's trash she's trash. well i i don't uh you know to be completely honest i, I i'm not vying or like be standing behind either one of them i i can understand you know how tasha k um how tasha k's content may hurt some people not necessarily cardi but um I'm not mad at the game. I'm not mad at either side, to be completely honest. I'm not mad at Tasha K for what she does. And as if not Cardi for like what she's promoting, but for her response to try to win, um, for her pulling out all the stops to try to win as a result of this, this um, suit. Uh, that's what I mean by saying I'm not mad at either side, but I'm also yeah. not mad at Tasha K for, you know, her choice to her profession and her exposing things and people. So, I mean, I yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. Here we go. Mm. <laughs> he says, Greetings. Y'all see Ghetto Gaggers has David Carroll's voice on their trailers wow. with an RIP message. Wow, at the end. that's pretty despicable. White people I'm... be so damn disrespectful. I... You know what though? <laughs> Listen, you're wrong. Um, no, I, you know what? I, I don't know. For me personally, I don't care who you are as a black man, save for maybe, maybe Tommy, maybe Jesse Lee Peterson. <laughs> I, I don't want to see, I mean, I know David Carroll's message. I know how he spoke ill of black women. Um, I don't know. It's like, that's the, maybe coming from Southern roots. Like, you know, you just didn't um, you didn't speak ill of the dead. You didn't, you, there are certain things you don't play with. You know how like raised in Southern families, like you don't play with gods, you don't play with deceased folks. And I just kind of still hold true to some of those things that I grew up, um, being, being enforced on upon me when I, when I grew up. Um, what, what are your thoughts, um, about that real quick and Andy's comment? Oh, <laughs> Good night. I'm not, I'm not doing this with you. Listen, notice. I don't. Oh, I can't stand you. I cannot. Listen, okay. I don't have. I have nothing. Okay, um, you have nothing. Rest in peace to that man. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's all I got. Uh, um, y'all yeah. show show cut up and uh you know did a whole online memorial for betty white but where was the love for david for brother david carroll listen um me and betty go way back <laughs> me and betty go back far honey listen me and betty go back to like when i was about uh mm -hmm. five years old and i'm 43 am i 43 42 43 i don't know how old i am right now wait david but... carroll had a go fund me to... no 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 no. Wait, 
Are you are you serious? Not even. Stop Man, playing. I'm not even. I'm not in Ooh, that. Wow. I'm not in that. David um, Carroll, as long as he was making content <laughs> and like with the like, I, I just don't understand. Listen, if he would have had a wife, I bet he would have had an insurance policy. Oh, oh no, I, I'm just putting that out there. Ooh. I don't like if black now, men. Now y'all keep no, in mind who talk. said that. I ain't say nothing no, no, about no, no, no. If black listen. Men, I'm serious about this. If black men are going to promote MGTOW and going your own way, staying, steering clear of black women and not dealing with them and yada, 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 they should absolutely ensure that their finances are in order, that they, um, that their, that their affairs are in order in the event that something happens. Like you, you should yeah if you if you're anti-family anti-black women anti-black community anti 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 you should have your affairs in order so that if something happens whether it be you getting sick and you know being confined to a hospital or your demise you have things already aligned you should be ensuring that you have funeral insurance and that you've already laid everything out because you don't have a family you don't have a wife to do those things for you so yeah um (laughs) Wow, I mean it's sad, but I don't believe in um, contributing to GoFundMe's for 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 you know. L- listen, we got to do better as a people. Um, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, so y'all y'all get on this this here internet, y'all get on Beyonce's good internet, and y'all talk about black women dying. Y'all got to relax. Y'all really gonna have to relax on that talk. Mm-hmm. Um, because now um y'all have kind of opened a door one of the forefathers of this space yeah y'all will kind of open y'all will kind of open up a door um for shit to be talked about y'all as well when it comes down to dying alone i think black men put too much fucking emphasis on black women dying alone when y'all need to be sweeping around y'all's own um fucking gofundmes and and y'all need to worry yeah. about that no, um, that's because the point no way no way um, wow. With somebody having the type of rhetoric about black women and the ills of black women, should no way nobody should have had a GoFundMe because you were independent black man. You yeah, you got your now. own money. You got your own business. You building. You you that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no fucking way that anybody should have had to set up a GoFundMe for you, especially with the shit that you. <laughs> with the shit that you talk about yeah i'm sorry that's kind of wild i'm 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 not laughing at that man's demise but if he's okay with dying alone though who is conservative then should he have been tossed into potter's field and his family just said whatever happens happen like still someone is going to have to tend to your affairs and you should have all of those things lined up Come on now, seriously, real talk. We talk. We talk about black men being productive, being responsible people. Like those are primary things. Those are paramount to being productive and responsible. Planning for, you know, your end of life. Yeah, but you know, um, men want to get on the, this internet and and they want to say, okay, you know, um they ain't worried about themselves dying alone more so than they're worried about black women dying alone Mm -hmm. and black women have seemed to have come to terms with you know it is what the fuck it is black men have a problem with black women dying alone more so than black women do but they're not really concerned about themselves like make it make sense like make it make sense 
You're I, right. I, you know, You're right. that should be the concern. Be, be, be always. B says, kudos to Concrete and her professionalism. <laughs> Seems Danny is cutting her off mid-sentence more than ever. Hopefully, there won't be a big blow-up like the one y'all had on air last week. B, you messy as hell. I cut Danny off all the time, so I ain't even mad at her cutting me off. Listen, B don't do nothing like, because, baby, dad, he don't want to. B so damn mad. Like, B, B, they don't get no messier than B. Seriously. Baby, they don't get man. no messier than Grinch says the whole dying alone mess is a fear tactic. When you think about it, everybody dies alone. LOL, ninjas need to stop trying to bargain with the boogeyman. I, I, I mean, like, as it relates to dying alone, that's fine. But you need to plan. You need to, there are steps that you can take to do funeral planning, planning and like literally down to what you're wearing and the socks that you want to wear. Like, you're of advanced age. You should ensure, and in the age of COVID, we, you don't even have to be of advanced age. You should ensure that's... that you have your affairs in order and that no one is trying to go around and, and shake a cup to get a few coins to get, you know, get you taken care of. Baby, Come you didn't say shake a cup. I'm done. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. But anyway. <laughs> Shout out on. to Clarence Jr. He says, gender warring is going to have a lot of us on both sides, both sides wondering what was it all for. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that is a great point. Um, you know, people aren't really using common sense. And I think that men have been able, men and women, men and women have been able to, um, profit off the gender war you know well we men and men need to stick together and we black men and so black men need to stick together and you know don't nobody have our backs like we have our own backs and now you know ain't ain't one of y'all come and pay for david care never mind i ain't gonna even go there and then with women women are under the guise that you know it's sisterhood and we have gone through the same traumas everybody's trauma bonding and yeah. you know i think that's something to also account for it's because we're all trauma bonding and under this under the guise of where well, we're men or we're women and we all need to stick together and you know i think we kind of do ourselves a disservice when we're not following our own common sense and looking at the shit that's mm -hmm. right in front of us um you know the evidence that's right in front of us of, of like what the hell is going on so i now, think that's a, a good point the men in this space i i expect all y'all to go give a hundred dollars to ensure that this man can have a good home going because a hundred i expect him to get five well Okay, I was trying to be I was trying to be nice. Only $2,096 has been raised. And to be completely honest, okay, so I didn't know that. That's what he passed away from COVID-19 uh, complications. Y'all need to take heed to this and ensure y'all get y'all end of life planning together because I don't want to see nobody outside raising funds and putting your face on on the can at the gas station to collect oh, money. Shit. Come on, we no, we got to do better, black men. No, I'm, this is a call to task for y'all. I mean, come on. And then y'all didn't even go search up the man GoFundMe and ensure that you can uh, donate a few coins to it, a few shekels. Man, what what about taking care of this man's families and uh, his, families? his loved ones what and families? stuff? Like, take care of that man's family. You know, like his sister, she might be oh, okay. not with a man or whatever. You know, go. Mm -hmm. She was the one raising the money. Go, uh, give some money to that woman. Oh, so she, she raised the money for his brothers too. She said he, before he before he was hospitalized, two of his brothers was hospitalized for various reasons, and they need long term care. Come on, brothers, band together. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, Ty Sadie, we're talking about uh, David Carroll. Um, David Carroll had to get a GoFundMe because he died alone. Um, so his sister is uh, taking up GoFundMes and we're trying to encourage um, black men to help a black man. Um, we want we want to see you guys yeah. help uh, other black men. Um, see a few people drones. on YouTube that donated over here. Been following this man on YouTube for years. Gave twenty dollars. Um, yes. Yeah, been watching you for years. Gave twenty dollars. Come on, we got to see more than this though. Yeah, um, the, it shouldn't even been no GoFundMe. The manosphere should have paid for it uh, flat out. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and she was only asking for she was only asking for twelve hundred. So fair, to be fair, she's raised two thousand and ninety six. But we could do better. You know, I've seen people start a GoFundMe and they quadruple what they want, what what the goal was. So come on now. Listen, we seen more damn uh, uh, <laughs> support for, 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 Bob, for Bob Saget, Saget than we seen mm -hmm. for David Carroll. Well, they like, said listen. that's America's father. I thought Bill Cosby was America's father. You know, the white man's ice is always cold, child. Ain't that what they say? I can't keep up. Like, black people, I'm going to tell you something. Seriously, from my uh, inception into consciousness to now, black people, they always cease to amaze me. Because I'll be looking like, y'all really doing all that for this man? I ain't see y'all do all that for Baba Gregory when he died. I, I see, you know black people that that um have sown into the black community and sown into black folks and i don't see y'all celebrating them in the way that y'all love celebrating the whites but Listen, anyway uh didn't cicely tyson just die i don't know child one of them i think so last year was it last year yeah i don't know but uh i i just thought that it was very very interesting yeah and people were saying what was her name they they don't celebrate her in the same way the lady she was on 227 she was Brenda's marla mom. gibbs they don't celebrate marla gibbs nearly in the same way that y'all celebrate betty white but i'm let's go i knew on, it was on, one on of them that on. just passed and ain't nobody baby i ain't see the same i ain't see nothing mm -hmm. um the way i seen for betty baby and they was mm -hmm. They was they giving it to Betty Child. Listen. Mm -hmm. But rest in peace to those who have gone on. Um, yes. Yeah. Marla Gibbs is still alive. She's 90. Yes. No, she mm. passed. Mm -mm. She was, she's still alive. I pulled up her information now. She was born 1931. She's still alive. Okay. So that was a hoax. Okay. Uh, they say, I think she had a stroke or something, but she's still alive. Okay. Okay, I thought she But anyways, um, yeah, let's move on to the topic. Uh, I guess, you know, mom's the word when we talk about giving money to to um bury one of the forefathers. So let's go ahead and uh, move on. But um so as it relates to this topic <laughs> as it relates to this topic, we talking about how one man's trash is another man's treasure. More specifically. The white man's trash is uh -oh. the black man's treasure. What uh -oh. in the hell? Um, as you can see, by way of the thumbnail, we were highlighting Girls Gone Wild. So featuring Girls Gone Wild. Um, I don't know the age of most of the people in our chat, but just to kind of paint the picture for those of you who may be very young and aren't aware of what Girls Gone Wild is, Girls Gone Wild was a whole franchise in the 90s that highlighted white girls on spring break, white girls away at college, and their antics, how they were cutting up. Literally, a video camera, a, a tour bus with these white girls acting out, 
doing the things that they do while away from home and it was celebrated they had quite a run i think nine or ten years they had multiple volumes where video after video after video of white girl it was called girls gone wild but it was primarily white girls gone wild and we're going to talk about it because one thing that we tend to do we talk about black women being thoughts being sluts being whores being you know everything but a child of god but seemingly we ignore women of other groups who engage in the very same behaviors publicly publicly and we for some reason seem to think that they're virtuous women that need to be pedestalized and saved so, yeah Let's talk about um, it then. Read the super chat. I got to take a call okay. real, real quick. Okay. Andy says, Girls Gone Wild is another example of how black women <laughs> cross the world and copy uh, and are envious of white chicks. When those DVDs released, all these black women started this lesbo by life out in the open. Now, I personally don't know if that was what um, propelled Black women into living their lives out loud and not being ashamed of their sexuality. But mm -hmm. nonetheless, how can we condone what the originators were doing, yet we want to convict Black women for what you say is engaging in some of the same behaviors that were modeled, that they modeled after, um, you know, the white woman. You know what I found interesting um, because, okay, and I guess we had our own version of spring break when it pertained to Freaknik. Um, and, you know, people still talk about Freaknik and, you know, there's a negative connotation to Freaknik. There's, there's never Bike been... Week, there's Freaknik, there was uh, right. Peach uh, something in Savannah, I can't think of it. But yeah, you're right, we did, I guess in some of the southern states, have something that was similar. Right. I still don't think there's as much of a negative connotation on uh, spring break in Florida versus how it's been with the girls gone wild uh, type of deal. Um, and, you know, it makes me wonder because... Peach Crush, that's what it was. Sorry, Peach Crush. Go ahead. Peach Crush, okay. Or was it Orange Crush? Or, yeah, something like Orange Crush. I think it yeah. was Orange Crush. I think you're right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Marquise. Yeah, it, it's interesting. You know, you'll sit there when Girls Gone Wild came out. That was like the um, late 90s. I think the first video uh, was released in 1998. And, you know, they used to stay up. They used to have like these late night infomercials and they would be losing their shit you know the mm -hmm. girls is going out they're getting drunk some of them may have yes. been underage mm -hmm. um joe francis faced a lot a lot of lawsuits um mm -hmm. during that time frame but and i heard uh, he didn't he where was the surviving joe francis though like I, now i didn't see a documentary of surviving joe francis but you're right um he did face a lot of litigation yeah lots and lots of um litigation but nobody really gave them any type of negative connotation it was like uh kids being kids they're just having fun they're not yeah. um they aren't like that all the time and mm -hmm. you know their wholeness was actually deleted and when it comes down to black women you know if a black woman ever gets a train ran on she's gonna be a hoe forever man uh, you know you see better move across the country because you will never live that down ever 
Um, but when we noticed when it came down to certain races of women, um, nobody gives them like there's not a negative connotation if they ever participated in Girls Gone Wild. Um, most people have been able to move on with their lives and, and do mm -hmm. what they're going to do. If sis was a hoe back in high school, she always going to be a hoe. She's still a hoe. Um, you know, I, I can call up people from my high school now and people, well, you remember such and such had a train ran on her. Mm -hmm. I, you know, she, she, she a hoe. She been Absolutely. a hoe. You know, she capable of, ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't, we, we're never allowed to get away with um certain things that other races of women are able to get away with mm -hmm. and then the fact that black men black men will run behind the trash of other races of women mm -hmm. um they'll go to another country and wife up a single mom but then come back and say someone that who's single involved moms are... in prostitution and everything listen they make excuses well they have to prostitute um, mm -hmm. to make a better way for themselves. And, you know, I've literally heard men make excuses for prostitutes in other countries. Mm -hmm. Like they have to do it, do that to feed their family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, they, they hoeing for a reason. They, they prostituting for a reason, but women just want to get a new bag. And so that's why they hoeing. <laughs> but these white women, these good white women are hoeing for a reason. They, they, you, you, you can't talk about these other women like that. Mm-hmm. Listen, the thing is, you pointed out some very interesting points. Number one, namely, um, as black women, you don't get to erase your whole facts. You don't get to erase your whole facts unless you completely relocate. And don't let you relocate to a place where somebody else know you because all of it is going to be brought up. Whereas with white women, literally, they're expected to go through a whole phase. And as you stated, it's literally just girls being girls. And um, talking about this whole girls gone wild, it was lots of girl on girl action. It yep. was, you know, girls um, exposing their breasts, pulling down their pants, uh, you know, doing the wildest, craziest things that you can, like almost essentially trying to one up each other. Now, I can say in my research of this topic, I did see where there were reports where um, Joe Francis was essentially feeding these young women liquor. Of course, um, there were also allegations that some of the women were underage and he was mm -hmm. sued and so was Snoop sued. Snoop was named in a lawsuit with him regarding the underage girls because there was an allegation that he knew that the women were underage. Mm -hmm. However, he won simply because they signed a document saying they were over 18. Now, yep. if I recall correctly, there were girls who dated or not dated, but that were um, literally testified in R. Kelly's trial to the fact that they lied to him, lied to him about their ages and told them that they were younger and he was still villainized for dealing with young girls who lied about their age. However, Joe Francis was in a situation where these girls lied about their age, but they still tried to um, tried to compensate from him later on down the line. And he was able to get away with it because they signed the document saying Thanks. that they were over 18. But nonetheless, back to the women, um, I just think that there is a complete contrast. We talk about double standards as it relates to men and women. There are absolutely double standards as it relates to non-Black women and Black women. Black women are literally villainized for doing the same thing that these women do, whether right, wrong, or indifferent, where these women are still looked upon as the best thing since sliced bread, even though they are the mothers of a lot of the behaviors that black women are engaging in and i call i want to call out the hypocrisy on it because it's, it's, it's so much yeah absolutely 
Absolutely. It is so much. Um, shout out to Marquise. Um, he says it comes down to behavior. Them three oh those overseas three oh fours come with beauty and compliance. Oh. They will cook, clean, cook, and massage you. Shaniqua will give you attitude for life. Um, oh, so that's the trick too. No. That's the trick. If but but we just beauty, examined how Kim is able to be all kind of hoes. Kim then had a whole sex tape. Mm -hmm. Kim's uh, wholeness has been on display. Mm -hmm. uh, Kim has to do is cry. Just before Kanye, but she got like someone who was on their way to billionaire status, who chased her for years before he was even able to land her. Then you remember last week we talked about Larsa Pippen. Like, come yep. on, like non-black women can get away with the things that black women cannot literally it, it, it's just it's, it's shameful even when it comes down to them being holes mm -hmm. um then so what it made me think about and i know i'm about to get some pushback for this oh. i know i'm about to get some pushback for this do you think self-hatred has anything to do with it um you know what to be completely honest I think that it's more of more similar, more akin to what is it, the Madonna whore complex. I think that black men don't like to see their don't like to see black women engaging in some of the same behaviors that these other women engage in. That they enjoyed the time when black women were thought of as more virtuous, as more respectful. Black women had some decency about themselves. And as a result, now that black women are living out loud and living in their truth and not being ashamed of their sexuality and thotting it up and um, black men are looking for a way to um, kind of let them know that we're not happy with your behavior, that we find your behavior despicable that you know we don't want you to be the mothers of our children when you're promoting and engaging in this type of despicable behavior um so but i do think that as it relates to white women that you know white is right it don't matter what they've done before you it don't matter the fact that she slept with your daddy it don't matter if you know she has two children by twin brothers like none of that matters because we do have this inherent belief that being white is being right. So um, if you can get in close proximity to whiteness, no matter what her past is, you're winning in life. Yep, absolutely. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, let's not forget black women stole piercings, rainbow colored wigs and tattoos from <laughs> white chicks starting in the late 90s. Are black men the reason for that? Um, we've been wearing wigs and weaves since the beginning of the time, came child. From Africa. What are you talking about? Tattoos came from Africa. Like, literally, they found, you know, um, ancient Africans that adorned some of these things, like, from thousands of years ago. We were the yep. originators. We didn't steal that from anybody. Mm-hmm. Look at them. They always uh, do. They always say, listen y'all want to do it too um no we don't want to do it too but we want y'all to have the same acknowledgement for the bullshit that other races of women do the same way y'all like to point out every fucking thing that black women do point that shit out on the other side don't condone that shit on the other side what the, the problem is y'all condone it on the other side whereas mm -hmm. y'all try to hold us accountable for um behaviors that y'all actually condone with you creating a single mother that's white y'all don't have no problem with getting up here talking about every fucking thing that the black women do but when it comes down to white women y'all want to get hush hush about y'all's own fucking choices have that same keep that same energy that's all we saying 
Toss City. Mm. I agree because I boop, see a boop. lot of comments and Kid Clouds with his mess starting behind all in the comments saying that we're mad that they're doing something that we're essentially promoting that we should be able to do it too. That's not even what it's all about. The fact is, um, it's it's about the fact that you guys are holding black women to a standard that you're not holding other women to. It's the fact is you want black women to be virtuous and um, you want black women to be... Um, <laughs> not not promote the the thought behavior and you know uh be women of of high moral standing uh whereas the other women that are your first choice the other women that you happen to be pedestalizing don't are don't have to adhere to the same standards so it's not that we want to be able to engage in these types of activities we simply want you to be fair about calling it out want you to be fair about um about uh, who you uh, the, the standards that you're holding women to want you to be fair about the fact that women of other races are allowed to do it y'all just aren't you know be fair about the fact that you're being hypocritical regarding the behaviors that all women engage in and only holding black women to this high standard listen listen look at marquise look at him girl why are y'all fighting to 304s and not classy women? See, is, because 304s that's are more likely to get married than classy women. Yeah, Ooh. I said it. <laughs> Listen, that's the gaslighting that they do, though. They want to try to flip it and not make it seem like we're simply um, calling them out for not holding all women accountable for their actions and say that we're encouraging or promoting or want to be able to engage in these behaviors without being um held accountable and or called out for it no 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 call them out but call women of other races out for doing the same thing that's what i'm saying that's that's that, that's so true um mm -hmm. and then y'all sitting over here talking about who does that and who puts white women on a pedestal the nanosphere put white women on a pedestal y'all put latina women on a pedestal what, what are you talking about absolutely Oh, y'all need to be worried about Maria. Maria's exactly. coming to take y'all exactly. man. Y'all exactly. <laughs> the fuck? Literally. Shout out to Andrew. He says, yes, black women used to wear nice outfits and style their hair in creative ways in the 80s and the early 90s instead of hoochie wear they do now. <laughs> um, Listen, are y'all, are, are, are we jealous? Let, let me tell you this. Wow. <laughs> Me and Concrete are in full-fledged listen. Permanent She's ass I'm relationships. On the way down the aisle. Like jealous of who? Jealous of what? That uh, part. Uh, I mean, listen, I've lived in Atlanta for darn near 20 years. If I wanted to thought and bop, I could do that. I don't have to be jealous. That's not something that I desire to do. That's not something that I want my daughters to engage in. But what I do want is for black men to stop the hypocrisy. For black yeah. men to call out undesirable behaviors, no matter what the race of the woman is. Yeah, but y'all, y'all will sit there, y'all, y'all uh, close y'all, y'all be Ray Charles to the uh, hoish ass behaviors I of mean, other races of women. Blind as a bat. Listen, baby Ray Charles, Helen Kelly, y'all, y'all blind mm -hmm. as fuck. Mm -hmm. Um, when it comes down to their bad behavior, but then y'all sit over here. Admit it. They like you said when you talk about men going to these third world nations and engaging in sex tourism, they admit that they don't care. They they literally will say, "So what? She's beautiful. Who cares if she is a prostitute? I would still wife her up. She's she's submissive. She's nice to me. She fixed me sandwiches. Mm. <laughs> like that's all it takes." I mean, yes. so, so what that she slept with a hundred men in the last year? 
she fixed you sandwiches so she qualifies the standard is so fucking low that Mm -hmm. all you have to do is be nice to a black man to get this nigga for everything you want to get him for. Yeah. That's all you got to do is be nice to that nigga because that nigga ain't never had a nice woman. He don't mm-hmm. know how to pick a nice woman. He likes the bitch and then get mad about the bitch being a bitch. Then when the nice <laughs> the woman nice to him, uh, he doing it and she cooks and cleans and she's beautiful and I just love her and I love playing in her soft pretty hair. <laughs> Kid Clouds, I can't stand you. I really can't. Don't know, baby. Let me tell you something. The last thing I want to be is anything other than a black queen. <laughs> like, nothing else will work for me. Um, Child, I don't know. I took my femininity, um, I took my uh, seductive quiz and mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't mind. Call me queen, goddammit, because I, I am. I'm a black queen. <laughs> that part? Mm-hmm. Listen, uh i'm gonna read these super chats shout out to andrew wilkins he says you know i'm always right american black women didn't have tongue rings tattoos caked on clown makeup clothes (laughs) or wigs before the late 90s white chicks were on the only ones doing that for a while um i think that black women have in engrossed themselves in a certain culture that has not been beneficial to them that mm-hmm. clown makeup them long ass ridiculous ass lashes I mean, them tongue ring i don't know i ain't gonna say that's did the trick for us i ain't gonna say that um yeah but, but you're right you by pinpointing the fact that black women are now engaging in these behaviors that are not attractive to men apparently but black women say they they ain't doing it for them they doing it for themselves but you're right yeah girl sure um shout out to marquise he says yes because black women are mean <sighs> you know what and, and y'all don't you know what y'all don't be checking for them nerdy ass black girls who leave out don't match either y'all Listen, be dogging them out too Fuck out of i'm here. gonna tell you something this is how you know it's cap because and even black was saying being nice goes a long way i came into this space nice i've always been nice i've always been respectful and where the hell has that gotten us like literally slandered talked about talked bad about you know, like, come on, don't like stop the cat. Being nice, listen, we are both in full fledged relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm married, you're engaged. Niggas will sit over here and shit on us. Mm-hmm. Mind you, my husband was uh, actually a part of the space, mm-hmm. but they'll come in and shit all over us and still tell us we ain't shit and we ain't feminine and we ain't ladylike and we need to do this that and the third and whatever whatever Mm -hmm. and and other women other women will come into this motherfucker single uh probably got 15 fucking kids all they Mm -hmm. gotta be is light skin and uh, uh, a nigga ain't questioning them yet Mm-mm. Or an aborted 15 of them. But do you remember when we first, first came to this space, how nice we were? Like, oh my gosh. Listen. I think about how green I was back then. You ninjas can go to hell. Listen, <laughs> like, I was nice as shit. I was shucking oh, and jiving. I, I was paying panel all, fees. All city and panel, like, oh, hi. Listen, I used to simp for the manosphere so hard. Now, I still simp for y'all ass a little bit. I don't simp as hard like I used to, but I was simping for y'all ass extra hard. And y'all basically told me to kiss y'all ass. And and I tell y'all to kiss my ass back, but I was simping for y'all ass hard. And y'all shit it all over there. Being nice gets you nowhere as a black woman. Being nice gets you nowhere as a black woman. We had to. Y'all turned us into this. Listen, man, when I say I was simping hard as hell... I was like, don't talk about the manosphere. Oh the manosphere, the they're I right was, about you listen, bitches. 
I would support me so hard. And then we would be doing like 16 hours a day on like literally I'd be at work, not getting no work done because I want to engage and I want like stepping out of the office. Like, hold on, I'm in the elevator. I want to talk about this. <laughs> like, no, nah, I do not give one iota of an F. Listen. So I said you're talking about mask off. Uh-uh. I still be simping for y'all punk asses. Like, I still Whatever. be like, listen, they ain't wrong about everything they talking about y'all. Man, but listen, y'all open my eyes. Y'all open my eyes. About the manosphere for the last three days, literally in comments, arguing with these chicks about the manosphere. Like, stop it. Come on, please. Man, I simp so hard for y'all had bitches coming for me. Like bitches be coming for me. They be like, "Ooh, look at them mammies. Look at them. Look at them pick me's. These bitches. All they all they trying to do is take up for y'all. And 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 they don't even listen. We went through it for you, n- <laughs> y'all ain't shit. And then have to come over here and go through it with these ninjas. Like what the heck? We can't win for losing. So don't give us that being nice is all it takes. Being nice gets you far. No, it don't. No, the heck it don't. No. Not if you're a black woman. Listen, wearing a mask gets you far. Being a real one don't get your ass nowhere. It, it, it gets you shitting on um Listen. when you a real one. But all I gotta do called is put the mask back on. We know y'all go under the sun. Literally called hyenas for nothing. Like what? I was I was called a hyena and was with my man, got married. <laughs> Niggas be still what? like she a hyena. Listen, what? you can be on the internet. On the internet, mm-hmm. they be talking about how you be a hoe on the internet because you having conversations with men couldn't be my woman my woman can never be on the internet talking oh, exactly. to me exactly exactly whole clowns and then eugene still says cynthia and nyla call y'all black male worshippers see that's what i'm saying you now, now as many topics as we have where we come in at the black men literally speaking uh, you know defending black women we call black male workers you can't win on either side that's like he- to hell with being nice Man, listen, look, look, look Strags, at Strags, yep. Naima, we was called Strags. Everything under the Man, sun. I was called all kind of Strags and, and like straight up fucking married, like with my husband, like love, <laughs> worship the ground my husband <laughs> walk on. said I came in like Marshawn Lynch. You know what? I hate y'all. I really do. But <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you one thing. Being nice is the, is the least of my concerns. I, I don't even care at this point. I still care. Um, y'all be pushing I, I, me. Y'all don't. If y'all don't want me to simple, y'all just say that. But I don't care. Uh, I'm gonna curse y'all clean out and come back tomorrow. Like ain't nothing happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure will. Facts. Shout out to Grinch. He says y'all are comparing three o fours to wifey types. Nobody gives any three o four a pass when it comes to LTRs, and nobody want a family portrait. <laughs> Uh, that look like the United Nations. Listen, Grinch, you saying that, but we've had men in this space, men that are key figures in this space to say that they don't care about um, women from, you know, these third world countries and what they do in their past and they'll still contribute to them financially. They'll even wife them. So you're saying that, but it seems as though there are a nice amount of men in this space that really don't make a don't differentiate between whether or not you're quote unquote wifey type or or what is it that dictates your wifey type as long as you're nice who cares how many penises you've taken oh oh not the penises time i'm just asking like if you literally into sex tourism like you are a a prostitute for that you know lack of a better term um and someone goes to a third world country and meets you in their version of a brothel 
but they're willing to marry you and take care of your outside children. Like we have men big in this space, big up in Brazil, like hell. And Brazil has a higher single mother rate than 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 the U.S. Listen, we'll make trade the last two dollars uh, just to be under them uh, Hispanic bitches. Listen. I mean, hmm. like people, there was someone in this space that did a whole series on Brazil and they were talking, like they were interviewing men from Brazil and they were admitting that literally they have wives that they, that go out and literally seek out American men to prostitute with, but they're coming back home to them. And they talked about how many American men are going over there impregnating these women and the women have no recourse as it relates to finding them. And now they're going back home to their families with these children that were born out of their sex tourism. So y'all ain't even strapping up. Right. <clears throat> Child for what? Um, anyway. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, 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 Black Wizard, ain't nobody taking your wrench home, boy. You in a gang now. Once you, know you with it. us, you with you us. Like, what you home. talking about? Mm -hmm. You you jumped in. Ain't no jumping out. And um, Black Witch in. So you, she you, is. She you, is. You, I, don't, I don't know if y'all need to have like a little conference. Both of y'all are part of the family. Um, y'all will be all right. Mm -hmm. Um, Black Wizard, you here? Sorry, you mm -hmm. in the gang, bruh. Uh. <laughs> Black Wizards mm -hmm. be talking about take his wrench every week. All the time. I don't know why. You don't want to know. Nope. Sorry. What Andy's talking about it. I'm ready to open it up when you are because they talking yes, hella smack honey. in the chat. Uh, shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says most black men don't date white women. So many of us don't worry about crazy the crazy things they do. Latina women do have the best box though. <laughs> black women Andrew. gonna have to accept the fact. <laughs> Andrew, I really can't stand you. But listen, you saying that, but why is it that they pedestalize? Literally, you have men going from chat to chat trolling. First thing they ask when they come on the platform is where the white women at? Like literally telling you white women are a better option. White women are the queen. White women are is who we want. Like, come on, make it make sense. Oh, shout out to Gabe A. I don't know if they're a lot but game changer has definitely <laughs> made the statement that international baby mothers are better than black american baby mothers that's game changer who said that and pablo um shout out to um ty city because pablo did say he went to another country to get a baby mama i, I think that's very interesting I think and it's very interesting is, that they yeah. get to go around the manosphere peddling that bullshit to other black men, um, trying to tell other black men that this is cool as long as the woman is feminine. I think yeah. that's a, a very, very interesting point. <laughs> Don't care about buying her appliances for her to cook meals for the next ninja. <laughs> you know, I got to stay with her. I got to stay with her. I want uh, my sandwich to be cold when I get there. <laughs> You know, she let me stay at her place, um, and that was cheaper than me she buying a hotel me, exactly. room because she, she made a sandwich for me. Her, uh, her hut, but I bought, I bought that refrigerator, even though they only have one outlet in the whole village. Like y'all, she gonna tear down the whole stuff. fucking village, fucking around with a whole stove. She could have bought the bitch a hot plate. Y'all promote, y'all promote some of the wildest mess, boy. I tell you. Listen, oh, 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 listen. Naima know she be coming through with some haymakers, Ooh. child. She don't Naima. be saying much, but when she, she be punching these niggas, she be going to the gut. She's silent but deadly. Listen, 
Andrew, shout out to Andrew Wilkins. Did you marry a Latina with her great box? That part. What stops you from marrying a Latina woman with the great mm -hmm. box? What incentive? The what incentive? Where's mm -hmm. the incentive, Andrew? Yeah. Hmm? Exactly. Where's the incentive? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to drop the link. Come up if you're ready. Listen to him. Talking about I don't let sex lead me. Great sex ain't enough. <laughs> ain't enough to take in a chick. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> don't come up here if you are not prepared to handle the smoke. Um, we don't you. want y'all crying all over our damn panel today. Please don't. Don't do it. Um, we are not here for the black man's tears today. Not um, at all. We, we want y'all to be cool. Don't mm -hmm. don't come up here with all these goddamn tears. You know the emotions and shit. You know we're we're over that shit t today. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a different it's a don't different come up Sunday. Don't be emotional. Don't do it. Listen, I gotta give a shout out to my bro KD for two cash apps. Thank you, Ow. thank you, thank you. We appreciate you as well as my bro Kit Clouds. Thank you for the love as much smack as you're talking in the chat. I just want to <laughs> attest though. As it relates to the topic, I want to attest to some of the things that I've seen. Like, literally, you guys know that I grew up in a very small town. Like, when I was about 11 or 12, my mom moved from the city that I was born in. It was a major city to this small town and literally grew up around nothing but white girls. And I'm going to tell you, I, I talked about the fact that I've seen a lot of the girls gone wild behavior on full display. And I've talked about the fact that white men will still end up and result in, um, you know, marrying these same types of chicks. If I... If I were friendly with um, some of the, the the white girls that I grew up with, I would invite them on and actually kind of discuss some of these things. Um, I'm actually going to uh, now I just thought of one that we might be able to talk to about some of the things that I'm talking about. But like literally, as it relates to the girls gone wild, like behavior when they're drinking, there is absolutely no limit. Like literally, I've called mm. a cab for a white girl who was out laid out on the sidewalk outside the club. Literally, from kissing, groping, like I've been, I cannot tell you how many times I have been in a restroom, like in a bar, and had white girls come in and sit down, like on the toilet, like bust in and sit down on the toilet, like with badge out and everything. Literally, I remember being at a bar and, and one of them sitting on the sink because and, and peeing in the sink because the toy, like when they're drunk, it's no holds bar as it relates to the type of behavior they engage in, and it's not frowned upon. But black women can't do nothing. Like literally, as a black woman, if you're showing too much cleavage, you got to be a thought. Uh, it's just mm -hmm. hypocritical. I find it to be hypocritical. All right, we got Gaston up here. Uh -oh. Good morning, Gaston. Good, Gaston. World. How, how's oh, everything going? Oh, so, 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 so. y'all just coming with the smoke for everybody. I, you know, we had a conversation. I thought, okay, like I got Sister George kind and y'all just like, nah, all y'all niggas ain't shit. Like, oh no, Gaston, <laughs> we we're, married, yeah. we're we're with black men. We would never we we love the black man. Um mm -hmm. I would I would even go as far as to say we simp for you guys. Mm -hmm. You know how much simping I do on a daily basis for you niggas and I don't get appreciated? Like mm -hmm. all y'all do is come over here. No, I no, I'll say you do, but it'd be yeah. like people yeah. like Kid yeah. Clouds yeah. in the yeah. chat. Like a uh, black wizard in the chat, uh, mm -hmm. be sitting over here and Ty be, City, Ty City be acting like we don't be simping for the black manosphere when we we be taking it. Like we take we take y'all shit. We Fact. deal with it. 
Y'all we ain't even allowed to cry thing. about it. Mm-mm. Not at all. I'm up, here, I'm up here to be uh, emotional because you know what I'm saying. See, see, I, I was hurt, you know, and and y'all just be talking about folks. <laughs> man, bring y'all cry baby ass up here, man. <laughs> Listen, they gonna they gonna hey. pop that stuff from the chat. They they don't want the now, smoke. Pull up. Because <laughs> I want it. I want it. What's up? Mm-hmm. Y'all man. Yeah. I be trying to what tell are your you. thoughts though? Gaston, can you acknowledge the hypocrisy that black men engage in regarding yeah, the fact that black women are called out for their body behavior, but women of other races aren't? They're still pedestalized and they can do no wrong in the black man's eyes. Yep. That's because they don't hold for them. Oh, right? is that what it is? Like they, they didn't see them you know, bop off on somebody else and they mad about that, but if it was bopping off on them, they wouldn't be saying that. You know mm. what? I can't even lie. Like, I remember when I was like a teenager, I might have been like 17, 18 years old. Whenever I would go to like um, the biggest major city that we lived near was Chicago. Whenever I would go to Chicago with a white girl, like, literally, if we went to the hood, um, anybody who's who knows what you know who lives in Chicago, like they have um, this area called Roseland. Whenever we would go to like the hood and we would go to like the Roseland area, literally dudes be dang near getting into car wrecks to get to white girls. And it was because during that time, that was like still part of the black girls saying they don't engage in certain types of behaviors era. So to see a white girl in the hood, they was like, oh, it's a go. They thinking choo-choo and you know all other type of stuff so literally they were clamoring to get at these chicks and they still feel like that today it's mm-hmm. crazy. I have an open platform, you know. So I don't think y'all block people like that. I mean, I know who got blocked last week, but we don't talk about it. So I just think that it's funny, you know. <laughs> what I'm folks, folks yeah. come up here, you know what I'm saying? Like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. See, Ty City always, always remember these two came from BGS. Um, Ty City, you have got to admit that we were the best thing to ever happen to the space. Mm-hmm. The best thing That's to ever it. happen to the space. Um, we've sparked so many conversations from our content alone. Mm-hmm. We've given all kind of nuanced situations. Um, we've provided a platform that you guys can come over here and talk to two Keishas. Like <laughs> Wait, it, one Keisha and a concrete. But listen, <laughs> to, to Danny... Oh, point. That should have been the name no, of our channel. No, to but to Danny's point, uh, first off, now we are like, there's a lot of slick trolling involved in what we're saying, but we are seriously serious about the topic of the fact that black women get smoked for certain behaviors and women of other races are permitted to do it. And, you know, it's never highlighted when women of other races do it. So, yes, there is some trolling mixed in. Secondarily, we technically didn't come from BGS space. I think that's when we really connected, but we have been around in the space on several other content creators um, panels way before I ever went to BGS space. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to call a show of Keisha on a concrete. That's going to be lit. But yeah, we the, the best thing that ever happened to the space. Listen. Like, you stop playing on our name, Ty City. Put some respect mm-hmm. on my name. Shit. I'd be sick of y'all ass. Um, our other guests left, child. They was he like, they were scared. He I understand. I understand that apprehension. It's hot in the kitchen. Mm. It, it's, it's funny. Like I said, man, like, you know, it, 
it could be other content creators coming. You know, they they say what they say. I didn't seen the I didn't seen some of the panels about it, and it's like, come over here. Like it's it's open. Like it's open game, mm-hmm. open season. Yeah. It just crazy me. Like folks want like. That's one thing about this YouTube space. I noticed folks talking about me. Shit, I ain't nobody yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm a small time, you know, uh, YouTuber. You know, y'all talking that cash shit about gas and shit. Gas and world ain't did nothing yet. Just wait. Mm. Gas and say get ready. Mm-hmm. Well, good morning, Auntie. Welcome to the panel. I think this is your second time here. Welcome. What are your thoughts? Good morning, ladies. Um, yeah, this conversation. All right. The, the the amount of scrutiny that a black man in America faces, like it's second to none and it's not even close. So, of course, yes, black women are taking a lot of scrutiny as of late, mainly because a lot of things are shown on the Internet. But it's still like a small percentage of what black men have faced in America. So this is kind of what equality looks like. And it's just a smidgen of it. It's not even a lot. You know what? That's a good point. But I'm not a proponent of quote unquote equality. Uh, I do want fairness, but I don't want equality. To me, equality means if someone is coming in to rob our home, if I hear it before my fiance, I don't get to wake him up and say, I heard a noise. I got to jump up and go defend our home in the same way that he would. Like, I am not a person that, um, you know, pushes the whole equality for between men and women. I don't th- I think that we're we're separate, but we're, we're we're equal in our value that we bring, but we have completely separate roles and I like those roles to be well defined. But I do think that you bring about a point. But to me, I, I don't think that it is equality. I think it's more of a double standard when we when it comes down to the comparison that we've made throughout this this um our stream. Literally Black women are crucified for certain behaviors, but other women are are allowed and permitted to engage in those behaviors without judgment. So mm-hmm. I think it's actually and, and the same thing. rules apply for black men. That's just that's a black people thing. That's not a black man or black woman thing. Yeah, but in that regard, I understand when you're when you say like society views black men in that regard, but we're talking about how black men are not only viewing black women, but the judgment that they're passing against their sisters versus how freely they're allowing women of other races to engage in these behaviors and not judge at all. Mm. Hey, and and the, the same rules apply when they call us all, you know, black men deadbeat dads when we know that white men were the original deadbeat dads so you don't give white men the same scrutiny that you that you give your own black men you don't um that's a good point and that that's just that that's just one topic i mean we can go on some other things we can go on the 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 criminal aspect of things you know as as well you know what though but i've noticed that black men tend to give black men the other benefit of the doubt Black men will give black other black men the benefit of the doubt before they give black women the benefit of the doubt, and I find that to be interesting as well. What do you think about that? What, what do you mean about the benefit of the doubt? I'm, I, like I a man could be like a whole fucking uh, criminal killer, straight up convicted, um, evidence, everything, and all he has to say is, yeah, man, you know how the court system is, you know, um, you know, yeah, they they lying on me, and black men are by this shit. 
a black woman have two kids by two men, you know, she ain't getting shit. Y'all, she, she a straight up hoe for a lot of dudes. And um, white women could do the same thing. There's going to be a benefit of the doubt given to her um, versus a black woman. Like we, we've seen, we've seen it. Like we've seen it. We've seen it play out in real time. Um, being in this space kind of opens your eyes up to how people view black women versus how people view other races of women, how people, how men view themselves. Um, y'all will give a, a a pass or the at least the benefit of the doubt um, in this new day. Now, I'm not saying for from previous generations, but in this new day and age, Y'all will give each other the benefit of the doubt versus what y'all would give a black woman. Um, y'all don't allow her to have excuses. Um, if she's done something in the past and that shit is able to be put on display, y'all are going to make sure to display that. Um, and y'all are going to try to hold them to some ac account as to other races of women. Um, you know, we've seen allowances made for other races of women. We've seen other races of women be allowed to make the excuses and to mm -hmm. go about their rules. It's interesting, though. Literally, mm -hmm. men admitting to it, like literally copping to it. When we when when we have broached the subject with certain men in the space, they will admit, "Yeah, I give them a pass because they're better looking and more feminine. They're nicer." Like, yeah. Mm. I mean. <laughs> that that's that's still something that's relatively new when you you're talking about maybe what about 20 25 maybe 30 years you know in total that's the same type of scrutiny that black men have faced for the last couple of hundred years but you guys see, are just dealing with a, a small women, part of it but how do we as black women uh control how society views black men I like mean, you, how, you, what can we do about that? As, as black women as a whole, you fought for the rights. Not on, not only were, did you consider yourselves equal to your men, in a lot of cases you considered yourselves above your men. So you take a lot of the credit, but you also take the scrutiny too. But the that's that's um an interesting statement because I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about like when women have considered themselves equal. Um, it's interesting. Other races of women may consider themselves above their men, but I think they go about it different. Um, when women have worked beside the men and um, she's had to rear the kids, she's had to work, she's also had to contribute monies. Um, she's um, essentially been the matriarch of the family. When you allow a woman to be matriarchal to you and you don't establish a, a strong patriarch patriarch especially within your household um what do we necessarily expect from that situation i mean that's a good point the, you expect what it is that you've gotten scrutiny but the, you the, it's, it's gonna it, happen Nancy. you're gonna get you all of the credit if things were to go well but since the community as a whole is in the toilet you you get the scrutiny you know Okay, I, I will accept that as an answer. But regarding my initial initial question, I, I still think that the difference in the two um, in in our topic and what you keep bringing up as it relates to how black men are viewed is the fact that black men we in our community there is a we have the ability to change the way that black men either pass judgment on black women and or ensure that black men are passing judgment on 
all women who have this, you know, um, despicable, quote unquote, despicable past of being, uh, you know, sexually liberated or what have you. Um, so black men can directly impact our topic, whereas what you are highlighting, we can't directly impact that. We can't directly impact how men are, are viewed by society because there is a power, a greater power at play. There well, is, we have the media who is largely responsible for how black men are seen and viewed. You know, there are things that are outside of our control that are literally um, kind of uh, at play as it relates to how black men are viewed. Well, I have to disagree with that concrete because there's so many things that have been orchestrated by black women over the last 40, 50 years. Mm -hmm. Specifically, um, let's just use the best example that we all use, Oprah, and how she literally made a billion dollars shitting on black men. But Oprah is media. We don't. We can't control that. Oprah is also media. She's a black woman who created that content created that space and black women consumed it and it was like nobody nobody nope i don't remember a black woman coming out with a oh it also happened like this movie you know what i'm saying or it could have been this way uh album hell the last what five big albums from women were all about how shitty they baby daddy or you know they ex-boyfriend or whoever just Mm -hmm. was the worst person in the world but you know, where's the album that, you know, oh, well, actually, my husband is doing a great job. And Well, people love albums all the time. We hear people make love albums of celebrating their love with their partners all the time. However, I will accept what you're saying in part, but I still feel like because there was not a resounding um, there wasn't resounding pushback from black women as it related to. Oprah, Oprah's narrative or the narrative, even just within our community, there was not a lot of pushback regarding the image that was being created for, you know, uh, as it relates to how black men were villainized in the media. There wasn't, you know, groups of black women saying no, not that I remember, I guess. I guess my, my two best examples are like uh, in in my mass media entertainment, uh, just Cardi B and Beyonce. Let's just say those two women mm-hmm. who are now married women with children, yet they aren't using their platform that they, even Nicki Minaj, they, at some point in their careers, they all took a shit on black men and never used their platforms to go back and say, oh, actually, I'm married to a black man now. And actually this shit ain't so bad as a matter of fact my life is better than it's ever been before. Beyonce absolutely has celebrated black marriage and black love and you know like I, I would uh venture to say that Beyonce has now Nicki Minaj you know Megan the Stallion those women well, Megan, I, the Stallion, Megan the Stallion's like what 25 now so you know right. she ain't she ain't mentally there but yeah how old is uh, Cardi probably not gotta be like 30 29 okay. 30 okay and then, uh, like I said, you know, Beyonce, I think she's like 40 now. So, like I said, uh, to the degree of, you know, scrubs or um, pay my bills and all that stuff, where's the now new anthem to say, actually, y'all, y'all hoes need to get married because 
Uh, you know, I tell you, I, Beyonce yeah, literally talked about catering to him and being his being the Bonnie to his Clyde and yada yada yada. So personally, Beyonce, well, not personally, but as it relates specifically to Beyonce, I have seen her speak positively of loving and giving to a man and the benefits of that. Yeah, well, I don't know. It it, it didn't hit as hard. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, like they, you Wait, know, I don't know. They one of her top albums. Stop it. it. Yeah. I mean, th th this is what's going to happen when you have both black men and black women seeing themselves as a totally separate demographic when the rest of the world just sees us as black people. That's it. So we can try to separate ourselves and say, oh, black women do this and then say black men do this. But the rest of the world is just going to see us as what it is. So as long as, you know, black women see themselves as their own demographic, they're going to be scrutinized by black men and yeah. vice versa. Black men, if, if you if you feel as though you're totally separate from your counterpart, which is black women, hell, you're you're gonna have people just talking shit about black men. You know, you're, you're gonna right, be Nancy. called a savage predator. You're gonna be called all types of shit. It just is what it is. You know, the court of public opinion is gonna get you for that. Yeah, mm. and Curlin Curlin said it best that it's not gonna sell as well if um you know if if they uh if they start praising. You know the relationships there, and not to say praise all black men, because you know a lot of niggas ain't worth that. But the ones that you know, what I'm saying, obviously have turned your life around, put you up, you know, and made you a better woman or whatever. Like that's the shit that you know it needs to be seen to the same degree that uh, you know they shit on us. So that's that's all I'm saying. Mm. Shout out to the RX Zero. He says, what of the positive attributes from black men, i.e. intellect, respect, and dig dignity, um, these are highly looked upon, looked down upon black women, but are praised when other races of men exhibit these traits. Is it different? Um, the whole thing is, I think that a lot of black women place too much emphasis on looks and swag uh versus other races of women um a white a white woman will see a black skippy and be like oh skippy gonna make a lot of fucking money one day let me get with skippy ass now versus black women be looking at him like what kind of fucking shoes are those like where is this nigga going who the fuck cut this nigga here? Like, ew, I'm not going yeah. here with him. Um, right, and then when he then when he gets there, they say, "Oh, damn!" Every time he gets to where every every time a black man gets something, he gets with a white girl. Yeah, to a certain degree, but then you know when you bring black women back to reality, he's still that same whack ass Skippy that he was before. You you know we just need to keep a uh, sight on who he was before and why you weren't attracted to him initially anyway. Um yeah so I, I do think that 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 is a big part of um why women will um you know attraction is number one to everybody for the most part well especially to black women women black women tend to follow out after what they're essentially attracted to um yeah. other I think everybody does it though like black men uh go typically go after what they're attracted to that's why you hear yeah. this uh constant commentary about you know desiring light women or whatever have you but even white women the thing is that the like black white women um feel as though being black you automatically have swag whereas black women we don't see it in that same light 
black yeah. women, I mean, white women, you know, like it could be the corniest dude. They feel like being attached to that blackness, like the swag is just inherent. Now, I do think that that is our downfall, though. Like we're focused too much on his quote unquote swag and not, you know, where he's going and, you know, um, what what his potential is and or um, his his ability to be successful. I think that white women will, because uh, Tassidi is saying the term heartthrob came from white people. Mm -hmm. um, while they like a sexy, hot, attractive person too, they like they like hot men. They do. They like the muscles and you know, um, guys with the hot yeah. cars and all that shit. They're Don't tall, get me dark wrong. And, uh, tall, dark, and handsome. That came from white white women. Don't get me wrong, but a Becky will look at herself and look at her life and think to herself okay it's been a such and such period of time you know i'm probably not going to be able to pick a certain type let me go with what i can get and let me make the best of that situation while black women don't feel like they have to settle at any point um especially especially after they get a certain age and they get some money they don't feel like they have to black settle. women can be 600 pounds and still feel like they don't have to settle like literally yeah. black women but white women do typically like white men that are quote unquote attractive are still going to have their um pick too just like black men who are select have their pick so it's the difference is just that what white women find to be attractive like literally you could be a nerd with some skippies on and some glasses and a pocket protector but you black and they might find you attractive it's literally the fact that we find different things attractive in in, in you know the opposite sex facts um shout out to b he says this double standards black women have for white men are far worse black women don't hold white men to any standard other than being white you never hear black women ask black for a white man to be tall successful and fine like mm -hmm. they do black men mm -hmm. just have has to be white um <clears throat> he's right and that's the same with white women you just have to be black and the same with black women you just have to be white you are right because for black women for black people white is right you can be a nerd you can be four foot eight you can be a geek you know they feel like i'm i'm gonna have a better chance at having a successful quote unquote happy life because i'm with this white man girl they can finally get the mixed kids that they want mm -hmm. that too mm -hmm. that too with a good her Sorry, speaking, Andy. Andy, every time we, when you come back up, we'll we'll ensure that you get it because it seems like you're busy. We'll ensure that we go ahead and give you the bike so you can speak. Go ahead, big truck. Ooh, brace yourself, girl. Good afternoon, ladies. Good What's afternoon, good? big truck. Okay, well, I hope you guys have had a great week. I hope you're prepared for the snow and everything. I know I am. I don't know. You you guys get tough winters down there. Not really. If it's not nearly the same winter. as going being in New York City or something like that. Oh, yeah. No, really well, we're expecting a, th a thunderstorm with snow. No, not a thunderstorm. We're expecting a snowstorm coming in. We and got out. a snowstorm right now. It's, I'm looking out my window. It's about three flurries passing down every five minutes. It's, it's, it's storming out here. Really? Wow. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, so uh, on your uh, topic, um, I think the important things to remember, number one, um, it's ultimately the white man who controls the, all of the media, all of it. And the thing about it is he's not going to let too much negative be said about his daughter or his mama or his 
you know, sister or his aunt. He ain't going to let too much negative be said. Now, when it comes to everybody else, it's basically free for all. Y'all can say whatever y'all want about each other. Rap music can call black women bitches, hoes, blah, blah, blah. They don't really care about any of that as long as they're making the money off of it. And my only thing is, it's like, as far as the double standards go, that's the main part of it. And I remember Girls Going Wild. But the thing about it is Girls Going Wild has basically been replaced with Instagram and TikTok with the, since mm. like, like 2010. So basically, when I turn on Instagram and TikTok, I see Girls Going Wild every single day and I don't even have to pay for it. Um, regard, all colors of Girls Going Wild, all races of Girls Going Wild. Mm -hmm. And I don't even have to pay no money for it. But my thing is, as far as this whole thing, uh, you know, about you know, black females being treated differently and white females being treated differently. The bottom line is you have to decide whether or not you're, it's like that old saying, what is it? Um, better to uh, rule in hell than to serve in heaven. It's like, you got to make the decision. Are you going to let yourselves be co-opted by white liberal feminism and continue to, you know, challenge black men, threaten black men and be the enemies of black men so that they're absolutely not thinking about you? Or, you know, the the counterpoint to that is like, you know, I remember when, um, you know, Islam was starting to get big nation Islam and they were telling us, oh, yeah, black people aren't supposed to act like that. That's something white people do. It's just like you said, um, you know, some black men are, are embarrassed that black women act the way that they're acting now, especially online, because we used to be able to say, oh, that's just something white women do. It's just like with homosexuality. I used to be able to say, oh, yeah, that's just something white men do until all of a sudden now they televised all these black guys coming out of jail as homos yeah. this, that, and other. So my problem is now you've made it so I can't even make that argument anymore. And I can't say, oh, yeah, well, that's just something they do. But there's other people out there with cultures and groups and races that are so coherent that they can point to us and be like, yeah, that's just something black people do. You know, or that's just, you know, and that it's just, it's really embarrassing at a certain point. So my only thing is, it's like, listen, if y'all want to choose freedom and y'all want to be free and get your own bag and this, that, and other, well, then you have to, the fleas come with the dog. You just have to accept what comes with it. Big Chuck, you actually preaching today, like on point. I pinpointed that that was part of what it was earlier as it relates to black men, you know, um, enjoyed the fact that, at one point in time enjoyed the fact that black women were moral and upstanding and for the most part like literally you were ostracized in the black community if you were a thought if you were a, a hoe like everybody knew about it every like you had a horrible reputation like literally you yeah. face being ostracized but big truck you literally are on to several great points in your commentary i agree with you that um, you know, there are like intact communities that do get to look and be like, that's just what they do. The funny thing is when I'm watching TV, like I watch like crime shows, the investigation discovery, like I'm obsessed with those types of shows. And me and my fiance used to be like, like we will be, we used to like say things like, um, I bet it's going to be a white man. Like now you can't even do that because no matter what kind of crazy crime it is, it used to be like certain things you didn't really hear about black people do. Even like, let's say it's a serial killer. School shooting. No, no, no. School shooting. shooting. That's a perfect one. Like we used to be like, it's gonna, like now you never know. It's like a toss up. And you know what? It almost feels like the media tries to keep the person's picture out of the media 
because it's almost like they want us gambling on what color the person's going to be based on the crime. And then yep. when the picture comes up, like whenever I hear about a guy and he kills his wife and his ex-girlfriend, this and other, I'm like, yep, that was probably a white guy. And then they bring the picture. I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is a black you guy? You know how many of us thought Raji was uh, white before they mm-hmm. released this? What yeah. you call it? Before, before, well, I'll tell you, before Raji... Before Raji, there was a black guy who was here. I think it was in the Bronx here in New York City. And something similar to the Raji thing happened. He had like an Asian ex-girlfriend or something. He was like a chemist. He was a chemical engineer, something like that, a high-value black man. And he had some kind of relationship with some other woman. And he ended up shooting up the damn office with, with the chemical engineer. And then he ended up killing her. And then he killed himself. And every time something like that happens, I'm like, you know what? That's probably a white guy. And then they show the picture, and I'm like, damn, you know, they got him, you know. Yeah. Or, or when there's a school shooting, where, depending upon where the school shooting is, you're like, yeah, that's probably some white boy lost it, right? And then they show it's a black kid, and you're like, damn, they got yeah. it, you know. I think part of it is trying for them to try to change the narrative because even I remember when we used to. Um, like certain things you could like pretty much if somebody goes postal things like that we would automatically assume that white it man. was going to be a white person but now even like i think that you know that black men are becoming the face of sex trafficking like in atlanta they're always yep. like you know labeling something sex trafficking and not to say that it can't possibly fall under that umbrella but literally we we used to think of sex trafficking you didn't think of a black man like part of this is them desiring to change the narrative but, 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 no, but uh see rose here's the problem that i've always seen with that bull with that nonsense mm-hmm. word sex trafficking first of all black men since what the 70s and the 60s have been basically synonymous with pimping because we took i mean white people pimped before us but we took it and we blackened it out we fashionized it we made it so a pimp has a big purple suit a cadillac and we we became synonymous when you said pimp you thought black man because you said oh yeah he's got a big pink suit and he's got a cadillac the size of the block now sex trafficking is federal overreach so that they can punish something with a federal crime that normally would have just been a minor, like yes, yeah, crime. I actually knew, I actually knew a girl, really smart girl. But the thing about it is, I think she had problems with her mom. Her father wasn't in the household. Her mom was like one of those writers writing those ghetto novels that you see on the on the corner in the hood. And uh, this girl ran away with a quote unquote uh, a pimp, ran away with him. Um, it was a boy not very far from age in her, but they were trying to charge him with like sex trafficking, and it's like, wait a minute, she ran away with him. He didn't kidnap her. He didn't take her across state lines. But you know that's federal overreach. So when I hear that sex trafficking nonsense, unless you've tied a bunch of women up and put them in a, a cargo container or something, I don't want to hear it. Because that's I- what I imagine when I hear it. That's why it's kind of still hard for me to associate black men with it but they're trying to change the narrative so yeah they they do a very good job of it because they have complete control and you have like almost no way to push back thanks big truck you talking facts Mm-hmm. Shout out to Black Wizard. He says, I don't think this has anything to do with double standards. Men are notorious for going after anyone who will give it up. We all have that friend who we have to tell not to have sex with crazy women. Now, 
take my wrench, please. <laughs> um, Black Wizard, where do you want us to put it? <laughs> In his other hand. But that's what I came up with. Like, we, Black we, Wizard, we, how is it though? Um, you said men are notorious for going after anyone who will give it up, but we're we're like black women. If you have a black woman, that's a thought. Clearly, she'll give it up too. But it's literally the judgment being passed. So yeah, they may be going after white women because they think they'll give it up. But why is it when a black woman is engaging in the same exact types of behaviors? She is a thought, she's a slut, she's disgusting, she's trifling, she's, you know, everything except a a, a woman. <laughs> um, that's what, you know, I want to know. Like, why is it that they're distinguishing between who gets all of these, um, who gets the smoke, so to speak? Well, I think, you know, with when uh, black women engage in such activities, like they're still like, oh, but I have to be discerning about it. And 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 they're like, well, only I'm only be a hoe for like if it's a white girl as a hoe, like she's a hoe, you know, like whoever, you know. And it's like even in, you know, the worst light, black women are still like, ah, well not all black women. Let me I start I started a thing where I don't say all black women. So some black women who are engaging in hoe activities. They still want to be like, well, I don't, I ain't gonna be a hoe for you. And it, it was like, all right, well, you, you hold it. I'm gonna make sure everybody know you're a hoe. You, mm -hmm. you gonna have to hold You ain't bopping over here. You, you a hoe to everybody. Now I can say, and maybe this is with the age of social media too. Um, black women who are thoughtin and like now they're calling it sexually liberated. It's almost as if they're celebrating it. Growing up, when I knew white girls that were getting down like that, it wasn't like they was going around bragging to everybody. I mean, everybody knew because we lived in a small town, but black women almost seemed just proud of them being sexually liberated. And um, it seems to be something that's celebrated now. And that's sad. But yeah, one real quick thing I'll say before you go to the next person. The biggest problem I see with black people in general is that when we're doing something, even if we know it's wrong, we glamorize the shit out of it. Like mm -hmm. drug dealers, like white people have dealt drugs forever, but what they won't do is they won't sell it out of their house because they don't want you coming to their house. They don't want nobody, you know, knowing where they live. And also they don't stand on the street corners wearing gold chains and expensive clothes and parking expensive mm. cars next to the corner store advertising to the police that hi i'm a drug dealer they don't do that you know what black men, hold on one second black men black men who have been pimps when white men are pimps it's larry silverstein yeah honey if you don't do this you're not getting this part blah 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 when black guys are pimps i got hey guess what everybody i got an orange suit on i got a gigantic cadillac with a gold gold rims hey officer over here i'm a pimp and and then what kills me it's like then black people act like why are you picking on me it's like you got a a, a gigantic sign that said hey look at me i'm you doing that shit truck that's that white supremacy now, now, no 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 when it's white girl now get to the white girls when it's white girls calling <laughs> you got white call girls mostly because it's usually call girls because that's they know that they can get more money now i'm not talking about the average white girl who's strung out on meth or on the street corner dressed like uh like her, her pantyhose all torn up and all that shit. i'm not talking about that but my thing is it's like 
when they do it, they do it as so not to call so much attention to themselves. You know, now when they get drunk, that's that all bets are off. But when they're on drugs, all bets are off. Yeah, we're loud about it. We're well, we, about we're, it. Even if they do, last thing I'm just going to say, we're so loud about it. Sorry. Go ahead. You understand? They go to rehab and they say they're sorry. Yeah. There's a certain level of uh, uh, of just ridicule and judgment oh, that you're going to have to face in America as a black person mm-hmm. that they're just not going to have to deal with. Yeah, white people and, and, get and legislation the only, the only passed per- for them. And, I'm just know, saying the only person that's going to have to agent. deal with it even close to the level of a black man is a black woman. So you know, I don't, it, I don't but, understand why you guys are complaining about that type of judgment. Like, you got to deal with it, too. But you know what? The the fact that he would bring up Big Truck, and I, I definitely have to give you some pushback on this. Um, the fact that you'll say that we're out in the corners and we're on full display with um, our bullshit um y'all give passes and and we as black people give passes to other races of fucking people who do the worst they do worse shit than we do and we'll sit there and give them a pass because their shit is not on display it's behind it's behind a wall or it it, they're not pumping the drugs on the corner but they're shipping the shit into our communities and fucking up our communities um whole communities at a time that they've destroyed and and sabotaged but we don't sit here and give account to that but we'll talk about little ray ray and pookie on the damn corner trying to get a buck yeah and i i think that's some bullshit and and that's the problem we don't give them the same type of scrutiny that we'll give to our own and that's that's where the bullshit comes in literally the government is behind them in creating legislation that will allow them to actually sell it out of marijuana shops legally after jailing black men for years and years and years. Wow. Facts. Decades. <laughs> hey, everyone. Can I add to the pushback? This is Truth Teller. How's everybody doing? What's good, good morning, Truth Teller. Teller. You in the bathroom? No, I'm in the gym, actually. All right. But, you um, out, huh? uh, I, that's why I couldn't jump on when y'all first opened up, man. I wanted to come on crying so I could show my emotions. Good. <laughs> we have tears. <laughs> and to share my tears. I think as a black community, we need to take into some, something into account when we compare ourselves to white people, just like Big Truck just did. White people do show the, that side of their community just in a different way. We know it because they glamorize it on TV for everybody to see, so everybody can readily identify it as a black people thing. But I don't know if y'all realize that it's been a white people thing this whole time. I went to school in Miami Beach. I know Miami very well. There's a lot of streetwalkers that's not our color. Nobody talks about that. That's a fact. So I know it well. I know the hoods in Miami. I'm from the hood in New York. I know the hoods. I know Hunters Point up, up in the Bronx. I've had people who have girls walk, used to walk that strip many years ago. You guys got to understand what their, what their book looks like and stop comparing it to our book because it's, it's not a fair comparison. It's apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. Problem is, what we do is we don't take into account, we don't take accountability for our stuff because we see what's happening in their book and we're like, well, y'all ain't saying nothing to them. Why y'all saying something to us? And of course, we live in a, di- a different environment than those type of folks. We got to take that into account. We got to understand it. But I don't like when our people do that compare and contrast stuff with other folk in that sense, as far as we do wrong and we show off gold chains, this and that, and suits and blah, blah, blah. You got 
white boys out here doing the same thing in they in their vans and they backpacks. And, oh, don't and, don't and, forget and, their mansions. Don't forget oh, that. And their mansions. Their mansions, <laughs> their yachts, all of that. You you spend time in <laughs> Miami Beach, so you know. I just need y'all to understand. My background comes from a, a, a vast spectrum. I've lived in the hood. I'm from Hollis, Queens. I know the hood very well. I've also went to school and I've worked in some very nice areas. I've also lived in Boca Raton, Florida. I know these areas very well. I know how they are. In Boca Raton, Florida, back in the late 90s, they had problems with young white kids stealing cars. These were wealthy white kids. What in God's name are they stealing cars for? Who knows? They, you know, money, they didn't want to answer their parents, they thought it was funny, whatever. But that wasn't advertised. Nobody talked about that. You got to understand. Other thing is, you see Pookie and Ray Ray selling drugs on the street. Who you think is bringing that in the country? We'd like to chalk that up to, you know, the Colombians and the cartels and all that shit. There's a middleman between Pookie on the street and the cartels. They're not, cartels don't deal with Pookie. There's a middleman, and the middleman don't look nothing like us. Just so y'all know. You so, know what, Truth Taylor, you own to something because. I knew someone who managed a security firm, who managed a security firm here in Georgia, and they have um, private security at one of these top estates with nothing but mansions, you know, multi-million dollar homes. And when the kids in that neighborhood steal the cars, um, bust out the windows, break into those homes, they handle it internally. There's no police report filed. The mm -hmm. security firm will handle it. Like literally they keep their stuff under wrap. The same thing, we like to say that white people don't spend money on um, high-end things. Like I work for a high-end retailer. Their high-end things may not have Gucci across the front of it, but no. literally they're spending $200 <laughs> on leggings. They're buying Ted Baker and they're buying, you know, Lululemon leggings that are $200. Yeah. Like they spend money. It just doesn't have a big name on it. No. Um, and well, no, sorry, let me, let's correct that. It does have a big name on it. We just don't know. Yeah. That too. Yeah. We'll so make some we shit popular, but they'll yeah. um, end up glamorizing some shit, um, some hood shit, and then it's a big thing after they glamorize it, but it'd be shit that we didn't did for years. Literally, a polo, and we'll be like, oh, you know, um, Bill Gates doesn't spend money on clothes. Just because you don't can't identify the name or the moniker that's on the polo doesn't mean that it didn't cost $400, $500, $1,000. Like, we right. just don't know the, the brand names, and or we think that in order to spend money on something it has to be flashy that's not always the case exactly yeah there there i've worked with people that wear button down white shirts that cost fourteen hundred dollars that's a fact from yeah, time forward and most people don't know that ralph Lauren they got a purple label and a black label yeah. besides yep. the stuff we like yeah no nah, pur purple label is the shit yeah yeah so you know a five thousand dollar sweater you know what i'm saying it's like there's nothing. Four and a half, four, 4,500. So I think we just need to take into account what really is going on out here and make sure that we understand. And I, I'm, a, I'm an advocate for criticism. So I, I heard y'all talking earlier, you know, regarding certain people getting treated a certain way for doing certain things. I'm a good, I'm a big advocate of, of criticism. All right. You won't hear me ever say, don't criticize me because I can't get better unless somebody tell me what the hell I'm doing wrong, all right? I don't know everything. I'm not smarter than everybody, but I do know one thing. As a community, we don't like to hear somebody tell us what we don't want to hear. 
And usually what we don't want to hear, what we don't want to take responsibility for. And I got to give, I got to put this on the ladies as far as I have no idea why women want sexual freedom. The only, the only thing I can identify as why women want sexual freedom is because they want to be like men. My whole question is why in the hell would you want to be like a man? You only see the benefits of being like a man, but you don't see what the costs are. What you have to do every day to be a man, what you got to sacrifice, what you got to do to build yourself. Y'all don't, women don't see that. They just see men with money and power and they think it's all gravy. They don't understand what the consequences of those things are. They want the good, but not the bad. So, I mean, if you want to have your sexual freedom, understand there's cost to that. So don't get mad if somebody call you a hoe. Because mm. you're wearing the uniform. I mean, what do you want us to do? It is what it is. That, that's the point that I was trying to make. That's the, the court of public opinion. Like, you got to deal with the scrutiny, too. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, you get to do all of those things. Yeah, you can take care of yourself. But, yeah, people are going to call you out about it. The same way people have been calling black men out about this shit for, you know, a couple of hundred years. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> It, 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 it kind of just is what it is. But um, to go back to even what Big Truck was saying, I think the other brother was saying, too, like, you know, th this is just a, a, like a small microcosm of what's been going on. Like, even with the entire, you know, opioid, you know, issue, you know, when they were dumping drugs in, in our communities by the by the metroton, you know what I'm saying? It was a criminal issue. Now the big pharma is behind it and they're, they're dumping it in whoever's damn community. They're giving people prescriptions for it and white boys are getting busted with it and so are white girls. Oops. Now it's a medical issue. Auntie, you are on point. Literally in Georgia, if someone gets busted with, um, what is it, fentanyl, like literally mm. they will give you Narcan and no matter who's there, it could be your drug dealer. He will not face any kind of charges. Mm. They pass legislation to protect their people, to ensure that they can go into drug treatment programs as opposed to getting a criminal record. And once they complete those drug treatment programs, nothing goes on their records. That's, that's what the difference is. Because they're in power, they can ensure that they set up these, um, set up uh, and create like different ways in which to protect their people so that they don't suffer the same fate as, as our crackhead uncle did and could never get a job or never fully get off of crack because he didn't have you know adequate health insurance in order to go and get treated and didn't have the resources set up to provide him with alternative methods to ensure that he had housing and all of these things that's the main difference. And I always talk about, we never have those conversations about the big picture. We're always talking about things on a micro level. And I get it because our focus is people that look like us, but we can't just examine what's going on and what's going wrong in our community without talking about what's the, the, the bigger powers at play, because we have to literally do a deep analysis of how we got here and up in order to undo the damage that's been done and or ensure that that damage does not uh, occur again in the future that is literally the art of war you have to understand how this came to be mm -hmm. yep no, I, yeah. I agree 100 even even the um the laws that were brought into place you know uh, after the prohibition and and the mafia and they did all of that when they were they were running liquor and of course prostitution mm -hmm. running numbers loan yeah, sharking when, and yep. all of that other stuff they came up with all of these different laws and and who had to deal with the brunt of it? Who actually really got locked up over that shit? Yep. 
number runners, which a lot of well, times it wasn't just them. Black, black people. That's what I'm saying. Black folks had to deal with it. That that that's what allowed them to come up with the RICO charges and the war on drugs and 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 militarized police forces in your and neighborhoods like and that. shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just what it is. Just to go back to the original topic, like I know it's like, damn, how come white girls aren't getting that same that 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 same smoke and everything? But hey, you know the. The, the the second mouse is going to get the cheese. I think we okay. need I think we need to make sure we understand something else. So I want to push back, but not in the way we might think. Um, I don't disagree. Somebody referenced the art of war. I, I definitely completely agree that we do need to take a tactical um, perspective on things. But if anybody's read the the, the art of war. You understand that that tactical perspective also has to be done to your own people. Yeah, we can't, we can't, we can't move that ideology outside until we successfully perfect it on for the inside. Mm -hmm. And for the most, I don't. So let me say this: um, as a group, we are not ready for that. As men, I think we're more ready than our women. Actually, I think we're. A whole lot more ready than our women to, to go that route for our own community than women are, and that's going to be a problem. But the thing is, I don't know if women are ever really ready for war. To be completely honest, as a woman, not, like hearing about some of the drastic measures that would have to be taken in order for us to rebuild, like sometimes it's still shocking to me, and I consider myself to be a conscious woman. So I don't know that women are ever truly ready. But you know what? Uh, but here's the thing. Ready, ready. You just play, you just play the, your role. You, you know what I'm saying? Your right. role. But see, Rose, see, Rose, you don't have to... You don't have to fight anybody. I could give you an easy 10-point plan. All you got to do is, number one, stop spending money at certain places, number one. No, no, no. no. Save your money. It is fighting no, somebody. but hearing about some of the whole, like, say, so understanding as women, understanding that everybody can't go. For example, something as simple as everybody can't come. The people that would be destructive to the community can't come. So that means the mothers, fathers of these children who are literally victims of circumstances that they have no control over, literally they're going to be left by the wayside for a lot yes, of women. Yes, that's yes, yes. Here for women, and it's hard for us to accept. So stop being inclusionary of bad people. Mm. I don't. I don't think that's that simple. Why is it? No, my question has always been: Why is it that we continue? Let me just say: Why is it we continue to fight? in order to include people who are otherwise worthless. Why? Because kids are innocent victims. Like, no, but what if those kids are threats? What if they're threats? Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't consider anybody innocent. What if you're a threat? Listen, I, I, I don't, give kids I don't the disagree. benefit of the doubt. Wait, wait. I don't disagree with either of your points, but I think you're, 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 missing, you're missing the forest for the trees. Uh, the, fight, the fight is not necessarily just with those people we want to exclude. The fight is internal in each of us. We don't have a code. We don't have a code. In order, if you have a code, you would hold yourself accountable before you hold others accountable. That doesn't happen. You, can't, you, can't, you cannot exclude the, the riffraff from the community. If Why? What? You, Wait, wait, if you are also partially riffraff and you don't have any control, how would you do that? 
No one would want to do that because you also have to exclude yourself. No, I wouldn't. Okay. Okay. If I'm the one making the rules, how am I going to exclude myself? But then that means you can't honor the rules. Yeah, you can. You. you can you say, to, you know, you you know what it's be called? It's called being yeah. exclusionary. It's called being yeah. exclusionary. It's when you walk into a, a store or a restaurant or a mall or something, and they say, uh, if you're not wearing a, a, a suit jacket, you're not getting in here. It's just that simple. They say no. Right. Just say no. Right. right, but what if you're the drug dealer wearing a suit jacket? Then you're not getting in. What if they, you're you know what? Black people don't. Y'all don't, 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 don't cannot understand that when you obviously know that there's an enemy at the gates, don't let him in. I don't understand why that's so difficult. But you because a lot of the time, can y'all hear me? Am I on mute? Hey, hold on. Truth teller, hold on a second. Okay. Um, the problem is, is the the we do let well dressed, pretty people, um, in with no back. We do. We do that as a culture. We do that as humans. We do that. Stop. Thing. No, it's not a thing. It's not as simple as saying stop because um, people actually are um, siding with the villain nowadays. Then side um, with the villain. I'll destroy you later. Yeah. What if, but, what if you are the villain? Yeah, that, that, but that's the problem. We have come to know if you present money, if you present class, if you yeah. are able to dress and talk a certain way, People will buy into that. It does. It doesn't matter how fucked up you are as a person, as long as you're able to dress and and present well. Um, people will buy into that. There's no such thing as turning away the villain. Um, the problem is, uh, even as it pertains to white men, white men dress up in suits. Um, they present a certain type of class. They say you're part of our society. They present that. Yeah, and yeah. people will let them in with no problem, no no pushback, no whatever. It's literally because of how they present. Um, it's the same way with black people. Whoever wants to come in the black community, they tell a few jokes, they talk about a little hot sauce, and they quote a few rap lyrics, they're automatically right. invited to the cookout. Right. Black people don't have any discernment. We allow everybody mm. in. And then when you talk about the separation and the type of separation that we need to have as a people, black people will look at you crazy and talk about mm. how um, other blacks are disenfranchised. There's no such thing. That, you know what? that wasn't what I was pointing out. Give me a second. That, that, that wasn't my point. My point that is wasn't we don't my point. Have... I wasn't trying to have your point. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. But maybe, that was a good point, though. That was a good okay. point, though. I'm sorry. Um, what I, my point is, I'm not, uh, there's always going to be, you know, um, false people. You, you can't get around that. What I'm saying is, it's an internal step that needs to be taken first. You can say, I want to get all these people out because they're going to hurt my community. But if you don't have a code yourself, you what? are a threat to your community. You know what? We can't even get the death penalty for murderers here. That's how bad it is. So when, when somebody has obviously, we got them on tape, and you can't even lie about it and say, oh, it wasn't me and blah, blah, blah. We can't just execute them. Y'all come up with all the, oh, well, their frontal lobe wasn't developed. Oh, their cerebellum wasn't fully developed, and they didn't know what they were doing. Bullshit. Execute them. Why can't y'all do the simple fucking answer? I don't, I don't think you got my point. 
I did. We don't have, we don't have self control. I have self control. <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't. You, you'd have I, to have a. I, I you'd have to have a code. You have to have a code that you follow. That your personal code, your honor system, what you won't do because of how what you believe, not what everybody else believes, how everybody else feels, how it might look to the community. That's your integrity. Thank you. Integrity, but truth teller, and like in in and to um, Big Chuck's point, Big Chuck, even if you feel as though you do, you're one person. As a group, we don't have integrity. I agree with that. I agree with that a hundred percent. Y'all don't have integrity. But so no, we'll if, if, I, if fish, I can say we'll something here. Dirty fish in our pond is what's going to happen. So there's a few steps we can take to help resolve that. And I'm sorry, ladies, it's going to fall into y'all lap. I'm going to have to run this into y'all. As of right now, 80% of our children are born to single mothers. Y'all got to stop that shit. Marry before you carry. That'll take care of half the problems. Honestly, I don't think all women should have kids, to tell you the truth. There's more I agree with that there. too. You what what yeah, part? Yeah, and men need to me, discipline themselves too and stop that's stop true. shooting. Yeah, they do. But, but what part don't y'all? That, that my my question ways. to you as black men, my question to you as black men, what don't y'all understand about women wanting to fuck and procreate on their own dime or off of y'all's dime without having to deal with y'all? Because that's against what the honorable Elijah Muhammad said. I won't even go that far. I, I won't even go that far into religion. What what I'll say to this is that it doesn't benefit you or your offspring. <laughs> but if I know as a woman that I don't have to deal with you on a day-to-day -day basis, I right. don't have to be accountable on a day-to-day -day basis um, from, from having your seed. All I have to do is have your seed. Now I can take care of the child however I see fit. I don't have to answer to you. I don't have to put up with your shit. I don't have to put up with your trauma, with your excuses, with your whatever. And I know that I'm able to collect a check um, off of these, um, off ch these offspring, then um, a lot of women are taking that route. Y'all um, have a y'all have more of a problem a with women being single mothers than single mothers have a problem with being single mothers. Y'all have to do stuff on y'all's own dime to save y'all selves. But uh, if a chick has the options to do whatever she wants and not be accountable um, or held to account in a certain way, that's the option she's gonna choose um, until she's able to to see the light. Uh, somewhere down the line um, being yeah. single mothers have not, has not benefited us as a community as a whole in any way shape form or fashion yet we um, I'm not going to say we keep doing it because the single mother rate has actually decreased everything's decreased less yeah. people yeah. are having children less people are getting married I mean it, it, it just kind of is what it is but that was going to be the question I was going to ask was how's that been working out and but it really hasn't well, Let me answer to, to your point. Yeah. The thing is, the interesting thing is, uh, the, everything has declined, but there are women that are consciously choosing not to have children. And I do believe, I agree with Truth Teller's earlier point that 
not everybody should have kids. And in addition to that, I think that as it relates to what Danny was saying, um, there are some women who are self-serving, despite the fact that their actions are to their children's detriment because their children have a, a lesser chance of, of, of succeeding in life. Um, there, there are a ton of different statistics that we can pull out to show how being a single mom could potentially affect your children, yet that hasn't stopped women from doing what they want to do. So I don't, and I do think that there is some accountability now because single women, single mothers are now um, being called out publicly uh, by black men and they haven't before. Single mothers are being told that you're less desirable than a woman who does not have children. Single mothers are literally being told by men that I don't want a ready-made family. And that's kind of, uh, in my opinion, facing some of them to look in the mirror like, damn, I guess I didn't make the best decision with my womb. I guess I wasn't managing my womb properly. Right. Let me read these super chats because we are definitely about to lose them. Shout out to Black Wizard. He says, are you saying black men are not calling those women thoughts? Because I think that's inaccurate. Um, we don't, um, it's not inaccurate. We see y'all uplift them hoes off. Um, shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, I was a union man. Non-black men would say the same thing about black women belittling black men to uplift themselves, lying, calling themselves queens, manly behaviors. They want to date black women, but were too cautious, were cautious due to black women's BS. Um, Andrew, that's that bullshit that they tell y'all. They don't be one. Never mind, child. Um, yeah, I think that everybody will pick over every other race of women's trash. They'll pick up, pick over all races of women's trash that the the race of the man don't even want. The Hispanic man don't want a uh the Hispanic woman. Black women picks them up gladly, but but but. Um, when it comes down to black women being trash, I noticed too that we are the only ones that will get overlooked in that aspect. Like other men aren't checking for our trash, not like black men do for everybody else's race of women. Um, shout out to Dane C. He says police was all up in the hood in the eighties looking for crack and co crack dealers while cocaine dealers flourished in Beverly Hills and other wow. well wealthy neighborhoods. That is absolutely positively. Absolutely. Facts. Look at crack laws versus the time that someone would get for you dealing cocaine. Stupid. And literally the only difference was cooking it. Like, absolutely. That's what Facts. I'm saying. These are the conversations I like to have because we, for, uh, for whatever reason in this space, everyone wants to try to act like they're so conservative that they can't acknowledge that there is white supremacy at play in, within our government. Like, it drives me insane. Yeah. Um, well, let's start getting final thoughts. I have to go get Sunday dinner ready because I'm a submissive wife. Mm. Well, what did you make today? I ain't make nothing yet. I said I got to go get the shit ready. No, but what I'm saying is what are you going to make? What's on the yeah. main? Whatever Mr. Curlin wants. So you, you got to wait. It's like 221. How long is this going to take? Man, listen, my whatever he day. wants, what however long. Damn, big what truck, you man. You need to get you a black woman, man. She's going to say, Oh, no, no, no. no, no. My dad is bro. Bro, my dad is in the oven. Mine's well, yeah, but it's going to be ready by see, 4 o'clock. See, this bro. is the thing. I had to come make Mr. Curlin some money, and now oh, I'm oh. going to go and cook. 
You had to this come take Mr. Don't Crow. Be my head like that. Listen, yeah, don't see, be, big truck with, with, with yeah. our money, with my money, my money goes to Mr. Curlin so he can do, divvy it out and say what we need to do, um, like a submissive wife is supposed to. Wow, that is really cool. I never ask a woman for her money, but that's really cool. He doesn't ask me for my money. He doesn't need my money at all. But um, if you're talking about the way I'll spend money now, I'm a chick. I like to run up a bag, honey. Listen, oh. I shot oh, my buddy. ass off. I'm a, I'm a shop if I don't do shit else. Listen, but um, if he's better with the money and he knows uh, more about money management, I'm not going to sit over here and psych myself out or um just blow the money and let the money fall to the wayside if i'm under a man with a plan you know what i'm saying you fire to follow i'm not the leader oh, okay. I, no, I hear that i hear that mm -hmm. i love it too it's nice mm. so who's first for final <laughs> thoughts danny oh my gosh wait curling pimp and sister joy listen if 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 if, if that's what it's gotta be i told y'all i'm the simp in the relationship i ain't tripping don't hit i ain't game. going nowhere <laughs> let's start with aunt t aunt t what are your final thoughts yeah i mean look this is just it, it's it's always going to be like a game of cat and mouse and you know he said she said whose fault is it as long as black men and black women see themselves as totally separate demographics instead of just understanding that we're black people and you know the black man is gonna is, is always gonna take most of the scrutiny and the only person close to it is going to be the black woman it just is what it is so mm -hmm. as far as you know whether or not you're going to be held accountable and you're going to be you know judged based on you know thought culture and the different things that you do on social media i mean i think the the, the simplest remedy would be to just stop doing it instead of getting mad about how people are treating you for what it is that you do just don't do it that's really all i have to say about that mm, and you heard it from auntie Thank you, Auntie. I enjoyed your commentary. Please come back and rock with us because you had some very solid points. I was in 100% agreement with damn near everything you said. If you guys haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to Auntie's channel. Yes, Auntie. Appreciate it, ladies. Sent. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Auntie. Thank you. Gaston's world, what are your final thoughts? Well, I just think that, you know, as we move forward in this transition in our community, because I think it's definitely a transition that's happening in our community, whether some people like it or not. Um, you know, we, we absolutely need to, I think we, we need to look within first. And I think that's a lot of what uh, True Teller and Big Truck were actually saying the same thing. Uh, we gotta look within first and, um, you know, really damn what the other folks doing. You know what I'm saying? Like if they, you know, if we hold them accountable or not, you know, it don't really affect us, right? Like at the end of the day, if, if people are choosing to date out or go outside the community, then that's their choice. But for those of us who are, you know, kind of uh, staying home, right, and wanting to build within, then we have to kind of look at each other and, you know, hold each other accountable. Because otherwise, you know, um, yeah, we're not, we're not going to get nowhere otherwise. So, um, yeah, hold each other accountable. And like I said, continue to have these conversations because this is the only way we're going to do it. It's going to be some shit throwing and some arguing. But at the end of the day, uh, the conversation gets us some some results. So I uh, thank you for having me, ladies, as always. And um, I look forward to talking to you all soon. 
Thank you Gaston. so much, Gaston. Yeah, we appreciate you, bro. Y'all make sure you sub to Gaston's world as well. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Gaston. Big Truck, what are your final thoughts? All right, well, it's nice uh, talking to you again, ladies, and uh, it was a good topic, and um, I, I do agree with, you know, what the last brother said about, um, you know, forget what everybody else is doing. You got to do your own thing. Because, you know, my, my thing is double standard or no double standard. Right is right. You know, we, we know what appropriate behavior to model for children is. And we know what inappropriate behavior to model for our children is. And if we're going to keep on just doing whatever we want and being free and this, that, and other, then you're going to get generations that are completely uncontrollable like you have now. And as they get worse, they're going to be an even worse example for the next generation that comes right after them. Because I, I, right now, it's like, I don't even know what this country is going to look like 10 years from now at the rate that we're going. So, you know, my thing is, it's like, I, I wish people would do better. They've already proven to me that most of them are not willing to. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, it's like, good luck, because when I retire in 10 years, I'm moving out of this country and um, I'm going to continue sucking money out of it. You but my thing is, um, I, I, I can't be around your kids if they're going to be trying to steal the wheels off my car and stuff <laughs> like that, because they don't, because they, they refuse to act like, you know, they, they got all of these people now that they're, they're starting fights and stuff on airplanes and they're fighting in the airports and everything. That was unheard of 10 years ago. Yep. Ten years, I don't know what this place is going to look like, but this is your children. Parents are the main ones acting up in airplanes. You know, yeah, I you agree, know but those People parents came from somewhere. Going to jail. I said Karen. Karen. Karen, yeah. But, but guess what? My thing is, well, no, you say Karen. They just locked up three Latinas. There, there's been a bunch of brawls and fights in Atlanta airports. That's not all white people doing that shit. So all mm -hmm. I'm just saying is regardless who's doing what, regardless what their skin color is, I just wish people would act better because ultimately it's taking us down the toilet. You know, that's all I have to say. Yeah, that's a good point, Big Truck, um, especially with uh, the way the behaviors are escalating and people are just doing whatever, like they really don't care. And you like you've noticed the escalation from where it was 10 years ago 10 years ago a lot of these behaviors were definitely unheard of but mm -hmm. um like you're starting to see stuff increase like little by little by little and you wonder wh like what's the fallout gonna be because it's not gonna end in just fighting at airports um and doing all kinds of stuff so i think you bring about a really 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 great point um when you when you brought that up that was a good point Okay. Well, thank you so much, Big Truck, for coming through. We appreciate your commentary. Um, Truth Teller, what are your final thoughts? Well, first of all, thank you, ladies. I enjoyed the show. Thank you for allowing me to jump on. Thank you for coming through. Absolutely. I appreciate it. I, I like you guys' comments. Even though I can't jump on because of my garbage phone signal every now and again, I always be having problems. But thank you. I think as a community, we need to focus. There's something we truly, truly, truly need to focus on first before we focus on everything else. I personally think that every black person, because they may not necessarily have it in their family, go and pay for training on teamwork, 
I hear us talk in these chats and these panels. I hear us say weird stuff that doesn't make any sense to me. People focus on individualism and doing me and doing that, but then they complain about the community, which I, I can't fathom how you can make those two points in the same conversation. A community is a group of people working together. You don't know how to work together with people. Your community is going to be garbage. Learn how to be part of a team. There's roles in a team. We all, if you don't know what they are, go learn them and see what role fits you best. For the ladies, not all women are going to be mothers, housewives. Some of you guys are going to have to work, and maybe some of you guys, you know, you're better. The role that fits you best is to be financial head of household. There's some men that like that. That may be the case. Not all, but some. Some of you aren't meant to raise children delicately, and you know, with the, with the, with the way that we all know from television and what we think women should raise, how women should raise children. In some cases, you might have to be the strict mother, and your husband may have to be the nurturer. But we need to understand how a team works before we can actually build a team, and I think that's what our problem is. And of course, we don't have a code and so on and so forth, but at least understand what a team is. A team, is, there's, there's no I in team, we all know, right? There is an I in win, though. So you sound like a, 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 a sports coach. I, I played, I played sports, high school, college, junior high school, all the above. Ah, so there we go. I know what it is to be part of a team. Sometimes you got to be the leader. Sometimes you got to be the follower. But you need to understand what your role is for that given team and how to best benefit the team. And if you have to say I or I'm going to do for me or I'm going to do this without taking into account your family, the rest of your community you already failed, mm. especially our community. Listen, I've been on this panel before and I've heard people say there is no black community. Oh, I, wish it, I wish I can get a buzzer, a slap, a slap sound, a horn, something. Because when people say that, in my mind, I'm thinking they're a cool, but they may not be. But I think they are. Because our country built the black community while stepping on us. And for some reason, you think suddenly you're not gonna have to be part of it just because you decided not to be. I don't. I don't even understand that train of thought. That makes no sense. That that's you not recognizing the environment that you're in. So I think we need to learn how to be a team. Let's get the shit together so that we can actually do what we're supposed to be doing versus what we are. That's it for me. Happy Sunday, everybody. Happy Sunday, <clears throat> thank you, truth teller. Yeah, definitely enjoyed your uh, commentary. You added some real solid points to the conversation, so thank you. I'm so glad he didn't come up here crying on the panel and shit. <laughs> Listen, bleeding all over the place. But, um, I'm going to cry next week. Just because y'all said that, I'm coming back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, right, we appreciate thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I guess I will say in closing that this was a solid conversation. I appreciated this conversation. We rarely get men who can acknowledge the fact that there are um, bigger powers at play. The fact that there are um, things that we as a people uh, are being impacted by that we have no direct control over. 
So I enjoyed that because I was starting to feel like I was in the twilight zone. Like literally, I have to admit that in this space, I often feel like I hear a lot of anti-Black sentiment. Um, mm -hmm. And one of those things that I hear said is that there is no such thing as a Black community and that we have no culture. Ooh, that makes me cringe. Now, I can agree that the Black community is fractured. We don't have an intact community. I will say that um, just because most of us have this extremely individualistic mindset. We barely get along with our family and want to partner with people who we are blood related to, um, let alone with, you know, strangers just off the strength that they're the same color that we are. Um, lastly, I'll just say that I'm not mad at my overall thing that I'm taking away from this conversation is that black men are focused in on black women and their actions and what they do and the deplorable things that they feel that they engage in because they're holding people in their community to a higher standard. And to be completely honest, that's common amongst all groups. All groups of people hold their community to higher standards. They um, have a common set of values and morals that, that they operate under. And there's an expectation that the people within their community operate under those same rules and expectations. So mm. I'm not mad at that because to me that says that black men want better for black women and want black women to do better. I still kind of take issue with the fact that I feel as though women of other races are able to get away with some of these despicable behaviors and still be have black men chasing after them and 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 um kind of forgiving their misgivings because of the fact that they're not black women. But on the flip side of that, I think that it's a good thing to hold your people to a higher standard, to expect more of them because you know that they're capable of more. So that that kind of made me feel good. I, I'm, I'm walking away from this stream feeling good, which is rare um, based on the outcome of the conversation um, that we had on the panel. So thank you to everybody who joined the panel and chimed in on the conversation. This was a dope one. Thank you to everybody who super chatted us. And thank you to those who cash out this. This was dope. Absolutely. Shout out to Aunt T. He says, thanks for having me up, ladies. Great show today. Thank you so much. Um, shout out to you, Emmanuel Briggs. Thank you so much for the compliment. Um, this was a really good show, but I think all of our shows are fucking lit. Um, mm -hmm. I'm excited and proud for all the things that we have coming in the new year. Um, Death Death Racer, Racer. He's so messy. Everybody in their mama all right You know what? This is the thing, though. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and people will look at numbers people will look at numbers and well y'all ain't getting these numbers and y'all need to get this, these numbers your punk ass still here that's all that matters for <laughs> <laughs> you to even notice you still well, here baby so i mean what you talking about right now so you know they may be a little no low but everybody people gonna click in and watch the replay because they want to know what we was talking about this quality content over here baby that part um and then you have to consider uh, the type of shit that everybody else has to do content on versus the shit that we have to, that we do content on. Um, it's been so much shit made off of the shit that we've done. You know, go consider that. Uh, we didn't build half of the fucking platforms over here. Don't, uh -oh, don't oh, start. Oh, 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 don't do it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Cause y'all was making money off of us when we, when we had the nerve to come on y'all panels and talk shit. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Shaka, you sound real anti-black. Cooning in the Do chat. Oh. No, not you, Shaka. Oh. oh, okay. 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 I just like, ooh, ooh. No, no, no. Anywho. Anywho. Uh, 
I'm sorry. You know, they be taking me there, child. I be, I be real. <laughs> Listen, you know, I, I, ain't be gonna, real I bet you I ain't going to interrupt you. I bet you I ain't going to interrupt you and ask you why you blocked them. I, I bet that. Go ahead mm. on. Get mm. it off. Oh, okay. Okay. I, child, I, I just. Yeah, I be taking us a uh, real serious, honey, um, mm -hmm. because the work and stuff that we we put into it. Now, we may not necessarily have all the bells and whistles yet, yet. But um, nah, uh, we we've we've put the work in. Um, we've been working and we've been consistent with our work. So there's that. But anywho, you had to come in and store some shit. Give me on one because child, I was off my uh, little horse. But this was definitely a great show. I appreciate everybody that comes through and support us. Um, always appreciative of that because y'all know we definitely need it. Um, yeah, it was a good show. Like, I'm proud of us. I think we, I we still this. This come is... through and, and kick it. Whether we got uh, 200 people, whether we got 40, um, we always come and do the damn thing. So I'm Absolutely. always appreciative of that. For um, anybody but, who came in late, listen to the replay because this actually turned out to be a very dope conversation. Like, play it back because it was some good um, things talked about on this stream. We did quite a bit of trolling in the beginning, but it was still fun. It was this was an enjoyable stream. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But everybody have a great start to the week, and we will see you guys back here on Wednesday. We're out. Peace.